What's going on out there? How y'all doing today? Welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House. That's right, y'all. We are back on the air. <laughs> I tell you, man, it's been some work. It's been some work. You hear me? Woo! Between Blog Talk and my little internet provider, man, I tell you, they've been having me scrambling, scrambling, scrambling. But we're back, and I'm glad to be here. That's for sure. All right, so. Let me tell you how you can be a part of the show today, because there's a few ways you can do that, and I look forward to hearing from you. The first way is call me at 347-838-8622. You can email me at ericlesstalk at gmail.com. And uh, let's see. Don't forget the chat room, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Those are all the ways you can participate in the show today, and I do look forward to hearing from each and every one of you, okay? So, with that being said, that is all the way you can be a part of the show, and uh, I look forward to hearing from you. All right, we do have a song of the day for you, but that don't mean we're going to play it right away. <laughs> we may wait to the end of the show and play it. You know, it just depends on how I'm feeling, how the conversation is going. You know, there's Freedom Friday, so <clears throat> Freedom Friday. That means, you know, we talk about whatever. You know, I may start off with some stuff, but if you want to talk about some other stuff, we can do that too. You know, of course, I do um, reserve the right to uh, uh, say, yes, let's talk about that or no, let's not talk about that. <laughs> That's right. So, you know, we'll, we'll go with the flow. We'll go with the flow and see how that happens. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, you know what? I, I don't know. I had a lot of stuff I, I, I was going to say. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, you know, we have certain rules here on the show, and sometimes – Sometimes, you know, I, I I think I take for granted that some of y'all exact know exactly what the rules are. Well, you know, and then, you know, we run into some situations where, you know, the rules are violated. You know, sometimes I let them slide. Just depends on what what they are. Well, okay, here are the rules: no cussing, no fussing, no calling out no names, no personal attacks, no n word, you know, no b words, none of that. We are grown adults, and we should be able to have a conversation without doing all that, okay? Now, by chance, any of that happens, you know, I, I do have my shotgun um, <laughs> loaded today, and um, I will put you on timeout. And, you know, if you continue, I may put you out, period. So I'm just putting it out there so you know. So when you're violated, you can't say, I didn't say it. <laughs> now, I know some folks like to come in late, and so they can say, well, I didn't hear you say the rules. Well, you've been coming long enough. You know what the rules are, so don't don't play. Don't play. All right? Don't play. <laughs> All right. Now, with that being said, um, let's go on and make some things happen, y'all. Let's make some things happen because, you know, I, I got all kind of time here, and um <sighs> We're just ready to do some talking, okay? Now, you know, before we get into any of the, the topics I, I, I want to talk about today, you know, I was riding earlier today, and um, I heard, you know, I always listen to Lush Limbaugh, you know, just to see what the other side is thinking, you know, what's going on. And it was interesting because this 12-year-old little boy called in, and, you know, it was <laughs> – 
Number one, I'm like, okay, here's a 12-year-old little boy. He calls into the show. Okay, okay. All right, so, you know, what is he going to talk about? So then he goes ahead and asks Rush Limbaugh, um, would he write a book on Christopher Columbus? So now, you know, I'm riding thinking like, hmm, that's mighty odd. Why would you call and ask him out of all people to write a book on uh, Christopher Columbus? And, um, <laughs> and you know, once he was asked that question, um, the little boy went on to say that he heard that Christo- Christopher Columbus was a murderer, a slave owner, and he did all kind of horrible things when he discovered America. Well, you know me, I'm one, you know, nodding my head like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. However, however, you know, the response he got really, um, I'm not going to say shocked me, but um, I can't believe that, you know, he was told this. But um, Lush went on to say that those are all lies. Um, that he was the, the school system because this was in the little boy's school. That it, the school system was telling him that to undermine the greatness of the United States of America. You know, and, and I'm thinking like undermine the greatness of the United States of America by telling the truth. Finally, the truth is coming out, and, and <laughs> you know, and, and yet you're still trying to. Uh, uh, maintain the lie that we've all been taught over the years now that there's an awakening or consciousness happening about what really went on as far as the indigenous people that were already here and you know actually that um, Christopher Columbus did not discover America um, like it has been told and you know as they went on with the conversation you know the little boy he starts calling his teachers and, and fellow students uh, liberals and um, Democrats. And I'm like, wow, you know, this is 12-year-old little boy, 12 years old. Number one, he's calling into a Rush Limbaugh show. <laughs> okay. Number two, though, he's actually somewhat aware of, of the so-called political system that we're, we fall up under here in this country. And, and – you know, even though I didn't agree with um, what Lush had told him, I was still amazed that this is a 12-year-old little boy, 12 years old. You know, yes, he was a little white boy. He was a little white boy. Um, and it was just it was just amazing because I thought about it, and it really hit me. I was like, you know, that's interesting because you have a 12-year-old little white boy calling into a conservative talk show. Okay, to voice his opinion, to have enough knowledge to to um, understand um, what a lot of people call liberals or conservatives or what have you. Now, and I took and I started thinking about our young black kids, you know. And once I thought about our young black kids, it just really, really uh, made me shake my head. I'm like, wow, our 12-year-old little boys, you know, what they're thinking about, the NBA, you know, football, Xbox games. And I'm like, wow, we really need to get on the ball. Now, we already know that the education system is um, beginning to taint, uh, beginning to taint uh, uh, the way the, um, history, well, not beginning, has 
were ever tainted the way history has been viewed as far as um, um, the, the history of this country and the African-American community, period. But, you know, for this 12-year-old little boy to just have um, a little bit of knowledge is amazing. And I thought about saying, we need to get on the ball, black people. We we really do. We have to. We need to um, start educating our kids. So when they're confronted with situations like this, they do know the truth. They do know the truth. Um, yeah, you're going to have individuals like Lush Limbaugh who's going to continue to perpetrate the lie that has been going, been told for over years and years and years. Of course, that's what he gets paid to do. He is the mouthpiece of, you know, that particular part of the country, um, society, that will forever believe that's what's going on. But it's the parents, our, us, the parents, and, you know, the ones that are aware to get the knowledge out to our kids and, and help them understand that there, in fact, is um, more to what we've been taught throughout all these great years, you know. Welcome to the show, Guest 774. Thank you for dropping by. And, uh, you know, so that that really did, um, <laughs> that, that really caught me by surprise there. And I just had to share that with you because, you know, a 12-year-old little boy, 12 years old, 12 years old, calling into Lush Limbaugh show, y'all. Huh? To talk politics. <laughs> oh Lord! To actually complain about um, an awareness that's been going on, you know? Interesting, very interesting. Then you take and turn around, and you look at the the, the climate that's going on in in this country right now. You remember now, we just had a mass shooting um, in Orlando at a um, LGBT club, you know, and everything being about gun control and what have you. As I said before, with with that situation, you know, you had a whole bunch of um, hot topics coming together. You know, you had the LGBT, the gun control, and terrorism coming all together as one. So that's been the big talk. But <clears throat> if you noticed, well, you probably didn't pay attention um, while all this was going on, President Obama decided to make a national monument for the LGBT in Stone, the Stonewall Inn in New York. And uh, supposedly this is where the modern gay rights movement started. Now, you know, I'm, I'm looking like, okay, <laughs> you know, what an opportune time while our attention is turned somewhere else. Once again, the LGBTQRSTUV um has gotten something else they've been asking for. You know, and, and yet we're still sleeping on this thing. We are. We're still sleeping on this. And, and we need to actually wake up and, and realize that there's more going on than we realize. Guess 776 and 777, thank you for joining us today. Um, so I just thought I'd put that out there because I know some of you weren't aware of that was happening. And as I've said quite often, it, you know, everybody is excited, you know, President Obama, he did, he's done all this, he's done all that. Well, he's done more for the LGBT community than anyone else, pretty much. And, um, you know, so I just want to let you know, so black folk, <laughs> you, 
You asked for it and you got it. All right. That's the change. Remember change and hope. Well, that's the change that came about. So I, I don't know what else to tell you. And, and here's another interesting tidbit. Yesterday, the United States Army decided that they were going to put an end to a ban on transgender people in the <laughs> in the United States Army, in the military. <laughs> well, isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Okay, first you lift no don't ask, don't tell. Okay. Now you're saying, okay, transgender people, you know, we can go ahead and and you can go ahead and, and be who you are. Now being a veteran myself, you know, I've 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 told a couple of people this when I heard it. You know, I really don't care anymore. I, I really don't. You know, because most soldiers, when you get, you're in battle and bullets are flying, the only thing you want to know is, are you going to be there to help uh, protect me as I protect you? Simple. Now, that's the, that's the um, pretty much bottom line of what's going on. However, also being military-minded, you got to go back to, um, as we say, uh, um, in the rear. Here on you know in the, in the military on the military pay, both um 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 bases where you have certain things that go on like PT tests uh um what else um urinalysis and things like that. Now my question is how is the military going to handle this, especially when it comes to the PT test? Now, you're saying, okay, we can let transgender individuals come into the military or, or identify as transgender. Now, I remember uh, two weeks ago, there was a guy who was actually allowed to say he's binary. You know, he's neither male nor female. And that is his, is his um, <clears throat> official designation right now. Okay. But getting back to the military and the PT test. Now, my question is, if you have a male who thinks he's a female, what standards are you going to allow him to take this PT test under? <laughs> I know for some of you, for the, for the normal civilian, this may seem something is trivial. But this is not as trivial as it seems because it is going to create a big issue within the military. Number one, because if it's a male and he's allowed to, to, to take a, a physical fitness test under female standards, okay, and he had, he passes, is that is that really the right way to do? Is that is that really right? Or on the other hand, you have a female who wants to identify as a male, and she decides she wants to take the PT test under the male, stand, male standards, and she fails the PT test. <laughs> Listen to what I'm saying. She fails the test. Can she? Will she be able to come back and say, "Well, I shouldn't have been allowed to take the, the test under the male standards because I'm I'm really a female." Do you see the the the, the issue that is going to present itself? And I I think. In, in this world of in this society of political correctness and trying to make everybody happy, some things just need to be left the heck alone. You know, if you want to be transgender, you want to be um, homosexual, you want to be lesbian, you want to be a uh, animal, 
<laughs> um, sexual partner, that's your personal business, okay? That's your personal business. You do it on your off time. I think the military is getting a little bit too involved in in, in this uh, political correctness um, uh, uh, discussion or debate or activity that's going on right now. The military should leave it alone. Leave it alone. If you come into the military, if your birth certificate say male, you come in as a male. Your birth certificate say female, you come in as female, and you um, perform as such. Okay? Now, if you want to be transgender and all that other stuff on your own personal time, on off-duty time, then that's what you do. Okay? However, you know, um, as far as when you're in uniform, you're a soldier. And you will be a soldier as per your um, designated uh, whatever you was you were born with. You know, if you were born a male, that's what you're going to do. You know, now with the military saying, well, transgender, you know, they're going to lift the ban. Here's another question. It's already known that um, the military is is really drawing down now and they're becoming very very picky and specific by who who are they letting in most recruits now they come in if they had any type of surgery or something like that you know they're being really um put through the ringer to come into whether they're allowed to come into the military so here's the question once again if i identify as transgender am i going to receive um, special treatment and allowed to come in. Now, once again, another question that's going to pop up. What if I've had surgery, okay, and I have half male parts and half female parts, and then what? You see the issues that, that, that are going to arise with this decision that the military has, has made here? Those are, uh, um, you know, you say, well, you know, the announcement came out and Ash Carter was like, well, you know, we're going to implement it over the next 30 days and with training and stuff like that. But it's more than just training. You know, now you're messing with the morale of the United States Army, the soldiers. You're messing with the morale. And I think this really needs to be rethought. It, it really does. I understand everybody want to be politically ready. Everybody wants to be a part of this and that. Well, fine. Be a part of it on your off time, on your off time. Once again, stop forcing stuff on uh, 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 the rest of society. Stop forcing it. We know you exist. It's been in the military for years. We know this. But every time you turn around, it's being forced upon us. You know, like being punched in the head two or three times. After a while, you get a headache and be like, enough of this crapola. So, you know, I, I don't know how how this is really going to be handled. Um, being that I'm I'm located and very close to a military um um, installation. I'll be asking some of the soldiers how they feel about it, and I'll be getting back with you. But this this is very interesting. It's very interesting because you know, yes, you have the homosexuals and lesbians already in the military, but they perform as male or female when they're on duty. 
But how is that going to work with someone who identifies as transgender? How is that going to work? You know, and it's just going to be interesting, especially when it comes to such things as, as I mentioned before, physical fitness tests, you know, urinalysis. You know, how is that going to work? Um. And don't don't get it twisted. Now it's not just the low enlisted or the enlisted individuals that that um, are going to identify this. There are many officers out there that <laughs> that are going to um, uh, identify also. So it, it's going to really be an in- interesting thing to sit back and watch because I, I really want to f- see how this is going to work. Actually, I think it was a bad idea. They should just just left it alone. They they should have just left that part alone. You know, when they said when they took off no no um, don't ask don't tell, they should have just left it at that. You know, now they're getting in specifics and and that's not a good thing, not for our military anyway. You know, I heard one um, radio host, <laughs> you know, um, make a joke. So what what are our soldiers gonna do now? Gonna stand up on the front line and wave white t- the white um towels and rags to my oh, okay go ahead go ahead you know and, and that's getting a little um that's being a little dramatic it, it really is but you know that's how it's going to be viewed that's how it's going to be viewed our, our military you know contrary to what a lot of people think you know it, it's still pr- a prideful thing it is. It's a prideful thing. We take pride in our military. You know, me being a veteran, you know, I, I hey, I take pride in me having served, even though I know uh, the 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 hypocritical, um, systematic issues that the military has. And yes, and we're our military is one of the big. It is the biggest gang in the world. Yes, we go and take what we want. Yes, we do. And yes, I, I've been a part of that, and that, that gives me a very unique um, point of view of, of the military. So, and I'm saying all this to say, some things we that the military just should leave alone, leave alone. You know, um, a lot of veterans, such as myself, say, "Man, I'm glad I, I don't have to deal with this." Uh, you know, because it's going to be a headache. It really is. It's going to be a headache. All right. So that's that's my thoughts on um the Pentagon and um deciding to end the band on transgender um individuals in the military. <laughs> yeah. You know, cuz porter parties don't designate whether you're male or female. Porter parties is just a porter party. So, you know, I don't know, you know, who going to have an issue with trying to use a porter party, but they they might as well get over it. All right. Um let's see what else we got going on. Bill Clinton and Loretta Lynch, you know that's that that's that's the hot thing right there. Bill Clinton and Loretta Lynch, <laughs> they met on the airplane tarmac, and man, everybody is up in arms about this thing. Why were they meeting? What were they talking about? Were they talking about Hillary? Nah, 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 nah. Hey, look. Um. She said they didn't talk about nothing important. Maybe they didn't. And, you know, I think 
this this being an election year and the things that's going on with Hillary, it it it, it helped it helped blow this thing out of proportion more or less. I think it really did. You know, they met on a plane. Okay, she said her husband was daddy to my grandkids, whatever. Okay, fine. Do you do you really care? Do you really care? Let's let's be honest. Do you really care? They met. His plane was there. Their plane was there. She he decided he wanted to go and speak to her. Fine. Who cares? Who cares? You get yeah. I see you. I see you one one. I get to you in a minute. Okay. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? You know they came out with the Benghazi report. There's no smoking gun there. Okay. Well, once again, tax dollars wasted. All right. Now we're still trying to get her on on this email thing. People understand this. If they were going to get her, they would have been got her by now. This woman is still running for the presidency of the United States of America. Let's be honest. She is the chosen one. They're not going to do anything to this woman. Nothing. And, and, and you got these idiots up there on Capitol Hill, and they want to do this. They want to have this committee. Now they're talking about having a special hearing. It's, really? Stop wasting our tax dollars over this nonsense. Really? But... You know, it, it, it's, it's you know it's it's something to keep us distracted from something else that's going on, like the so-called killing, the bombings over in um, Syria and Iraq. <laughs> you know, to keep our minds off of that, or the the passing of, of certain legislation, you know, under the table that nobody else wants, that they really don't want you to know about until it's too late. You know, they do that quite well, quite well. You know, it's just just the little things like that that just drives you up the wall, drives you bunkers, bunkers. You know, <laughs> you know. I, I think that people are you know reading more into it. And then of course you got Donald Trump, and, and he is so funny to me because I don't think and, and, you know he says things, and I really don't think he 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 really realizes what he's saying. He doesn't. Oh. Like he hasn't had um, private meetings with individuals before. Now, I think this just happened to become news because some news outlet just happened to be there and, and saw it happening. And, of course, you have to report it, right? <laughs> now, here's my, my, my thought process on this. If it was so top secret and they really, really didn't want anyone to know what was going on then, why meet on a on an air airstrip, uh, a public one anyway? Especially when they have their two planes there, and, and yeah, I'm sure they're marked and uh, people know who they are. So once again, stop, stop with it, this, this nonsense, man. Stop with this nonsense. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say right now about that. All right. Anyway, I see somebody is really, really um um want to get in on this and i'm gonna let you get in here right after this one right here okay so be tight be um patient with me okay you know it's been a while since i've been on there so it's a lot i want to say <laughs> all right um 
when he recently had an attack on the um, uh, airport in Istanbul. Um, and, and you know, you know what's so interesting about this this attack? Now, everybody want to say, well, you know, ISIS hasn't claimed responsibility for it yet or what have you. And they're not going to do that because it, it wasn't them. Because remember now, remember back in November, y'all, y'all remember November? Um, <laughs> uh, let's see, the 24th of November, I think it was. No, it was sometimes in the last November when Turkey shot down that Russian airline. Yeah, that aircraft. Y'all remember that? Okay. All right. Now, apparently, some of the attackers were from Russia, um, Uzbekistan, and Kazakhstan. You know, that's over in that area. So this was payback. This was payback. You know, and of course, you know, media is not going. Um, the United States media is not going to jump on that because they rather have you thinking that there was more terrorism. I guess it couldn't be said terrorism, but you know, <laughs> it was just payback. It was payback. That's what it was. But nobody's gonna put that together because nobody wants you to really know that. You know, it's interesting because the, the Russian aircraft was only in Turkey airspace for 17 seconds. You know, they they um, ignored warnings. Because it was two planes. You only heard about the one that got shot down because after the one, the two of them went in there, one left airspace, but one stayed in there a little bit too long, and they, it got shot down. Of course, you're not going to hear about that part either, but that's what happened. So this was um, um, retaliation for shooting down that Russian jet. Uh, I'm just going to put it out there like that, okay? All right, so... <sighs> That was fun. <laughs> of course, I have a whole lot more to talk about, but what I'm going to do now, I'm going to open up the phone lines because I see somebody um, wants to talk about something, and we can do that because it's Freedom Friday. So let me bring you in here. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Yeah, this is uh, Mazda. Happy 4th of July to you and to your listeners. And... Uh, you know, you talk a lot about few uh, things. And first of all, Hillary Clinton is already is on the game, and she is the chosen one by, uh, you know, CFR and by uh, other uh, co- corporate uh, that rules America, rules the world. They want her to be the next president. They don't give a damn about her emails. They don't give a damn about what happened in Benghazi. And uh, we have also Donald Trump, which is very dishonest guy. And he screwed people up left and right. He become a billionaire. And then he wants to become a president of the United States. So we have no trust on him either. So the best thing is boycott the election, boycott the election, boycott the election. What do you think, my friend? <laughs> well, you know, I've I've said that quite often myself. You know, but here's the issue with boycotting the election: somebody's going to get elected anyway. Because in all That's honesty, right. in all honesty, you know, the American people does do not choose the American president anyway. Yes, that's true. You know, 
that's true. So with that being said, um, yeah, I, I say it in a heartbeat. Don't you know? Don't waste your time. You know, don't do not waste your time. However, you know, you have those on the other side that will say, well, you know, I earned that right, and we have a right to vote. Yeah. Well, you go. If what you want to do, you go and do it. Right. You know, That's but right. but the, you know, but the the bottom line is, you know, uh, you don't elect anything. It's just to make you feel <laughs> as though you're a part of it. Right. Right. <laughs> hey, let's be honest. It just makes you feel you're a part right. of it, and and you're really not. So, you know, right. and when you get to Donald Trump. People keep saying, well, he's an outsider. Donald Trump is not an outsider of the political ring. Yeah. Right. You know, he has run before on different tickets as a Democrat, as a um, uh, independent, as part of another party. Now he's running as a Republican. Let's remember, Donald Trump is a businessman. He has um, out and, and contributed money to each one of these parties somewhere down the line. So right. he's not as uh, an outsider and not as as fresh as most people believe, you know. And plus, you know, let's be honest, Donald Trump is just saying what he would think people want to hear. One week he'll right. say one thing, and then when he gets in trouble or somebody questions right. what he had to say, he'll come back and um, do a double take right. on it. And it, it's it's the typical politician way of doing business. It's just that exactly. simple. It's <laughs> just that simple. I am very yeah. much agree with you, but as I say, if we boycott the election, is the only key because then in front of the United Nations and uh, other countries, we have a voice. We we say no to both of them. Both of them are crooks. Both of them are dishonest. Both of them are liars. Both of them are, uh, you know, in. Uh, uh, on Americans, uh, and uh, you know, uh, hell with both of them. Uh, hell with election. Let's put it that way. Yes, is your right to vote? Oh, did you vote or not? No, I won't vote. I will condemn it. And if you don't vote, is another way is voting. Because if you don't vote, is itself is kind of voting too. Because when the pollings are empty, once, uh, you know, the globalists, they see that people don't uh, vote, then they get the message that we are sick and tired of the new world order. We are sick and tired of the global, uh, uh, you know, fascism. And uh, right now, uh, as you know, the latest news is Bangladesh is the, uh, there was an attack in Bangladesh, and I know exactly where the location is because I've been in that beautiful country and mm-hmm. uh, ba- Bangladesh, and uh, they attacked the uh, bakery that is very famous. And uh, also all the foreigners and ambassadors and, you know, all the high officials of many countries uh, are over there. And it's midnight uh, over there. So they attack there. Now they have 40 hostages. And uh, again, uh, this is the bloodiest month of Ramadan. And we do condemn it, terrorism, wherever it is by anyone who has done it, we do condemn it, period. Go ahead, please. 
<laughs> well, I mean, that's good to hear. You know, when when it comes to to this thing about terrorism, uh, it's 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 very um, an interesting and intricate uh, situation. It, it really is, and and the reason why I say that is because ever since nine eleven. You know, uh, now the United States, I'm speaking of the United States and Mr. Smith, uh, has made it a a, a purpose to keep the American people in fear. Because the more more you have, the more you keep your your society in fear, the more you can control them. That's right. Now, now. You know, every time, you know, everything gets calm and, and uh, people start having confidence and faith once once again, something tragic happens and then all exactly. of a sudden, you know, it's this big scare attractive, uh, tactic that goes on. That's right. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and you have you to realize it. eventually you that eventually, yeah, you, you, you have to, you're right, you, you, you have to, you, you have to say, okay, this enough um but you know i heard i heard um someone um uh someone say the other day uh you know it, it's amazing how 10% of the world controls 90% of the world the people That's in the right. world you well, know and it's like 5% and with, yeah 5% and, and once you the, think about it you're like wow that is so true you know the the rest of us, the rest, the rest, the ninety, ninety, ninety-five percent of us, the rest of us, you know, we worried about uh, a shooting in Orlando, or you know, what's right. on television, you know, or whatever is presented in front of us for us to to take notice and to talk about why the other five percent are, you know, two and three years ahead planning something else to keep us, you know, in the dark. I guess you can say. That's right. Absolutely, you know, my friend. Uh, absolutely, yeah. my friend. Uh, you are absolutely right. I mean, uh, that's why it's useless to vote. And once for all, we have to be united and uh, put boycott uh, stickers uh, in your car, boycott elections, boycott uh, elections. And so your message should go out and people should say, hey, if this is arranged, like an arranged marriage, you know, uh, already, so we don't, I mean, Clinton is going to be then uh, the president of the United States regardless. Even if we we go to civil war for it, does it war it? Of course not. Right now, there is high tension everywhere, high tension in Mexican community, high tension in black community, high tensions in white community, high tensions in any every other uh, cultures as well, because they want us to use us against each others. And this, uh, within the two weeks, there's going to be uh, the Donald Trump, uh, you know, um, uh, it's going to be, uh, I forgot, uh, the, you know, elections uh, that is going to be, they're going to elect him as the uh, nominee of the 
the party. So uh, what they have done already, they have brought already demonstrators, massive demonstrators. They give them in hotels, free hotels, free breakfast, free and by George Soros, as you know. So they are going to cause the trouble in two weeks, and they are going to, uh, you know, uh, it will be bloody. Bloody. You, you, you know, you bring up a very interesting point, especially when you mention George Soros, because he has his his well, I'm not say his money involved in so many things that people do not realize. You know, especially the Black Lives Movement. Um, right. He has a, you know, he's been supplying them with money, um, financing them. And, and, you know, the interesting thing about, about Donald Trump and the Republican Party right now is, and we've spoken about this quite often on the show, I have never seen one party try so hard to um, get rid of a candidate, <laughs> you know. But now that he is, and, and the thing about it, he is going to be the, the nominee. But they they are still uh, doing, trying to do as much as they can to derail, you know, derail, you know, because he he is a very, he's dangerous. He's dangerous to them. He's dangerous to um, the, the Democrats. He's just he's a dangerous individual. He really is. That's right. Um, he's he's a part of the Bloomberg uh, uh, club. And uh, yeah. you know, and it was a while back ago, two weeks ago, there was a Bildersburg meeting in Germany, and uh, mm-hmm. I believe it was Germany, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, they already uh, analyze for the next year what is going to happen around the globe, what they are going to do, and uh, you know, um, the way things going on. I think there will not be an election, my friend. Mr. Obama is going to be the final president of the United States until for, until further notice. And uh, so they're going to uh, use us against each other and then call martial law on us. What do you think, my friend? Ah, the old martial law thing. <laughs> you know, that's that's a, that's a very interesting statement, martial law. You know, um, some have said that we already are under martial law. We just haven't that's realized true. yet. Right. Yeah. You know, um, you, you look at it, you can say yes, and some say no. Just depends on how how you're you're looking at the whole situation, you know. And, and I'm thinking, I was just sitting here thinking about um, you were saying about the no voting, and I thought about you know who needs to really um, we really need to uh, work on getting out of office is all those congressmen that's been up there for thirty, forty, fifty years. You know, um, let's be honest. The president is basically a figurehead, you know, with limited power. You know, but but let's but look at Congress. Congress, you know, that between the lobbyists and the the people that's elected year after year, you know, how do you expect anything to change if you keep putting the same people back in office? Now, as far as President Obama being the last president, I don't know, uh, or being one until something happens. You know, that that would cause civil war. You know, because you have states such as Texas, Arizona, what have you, you know, um, since you had Britain leave the EU, 
you know, now you have them over here talking about, well, we should we should secede from, you know, the United States of, what, <laughs> of America. And, uh, and you're like, really? That, that I don't think you can't do that. <laughs> it just can't be done. Because, number one, Britain was a, is a nation by themselves, a sovereign nation. Yeah, we know at one time Texas was a um, so-called nation within, by itself. But um, today's society and today's world is not going to allow that. It just right. can't happen. Absolutely. Um, you know, as far as martial law, man, I tell you, um, the more you look at it and you see what's going on, yeah, yeah, I, I can say if we we're there, but we're not. It's not as severe as it's probably going to get. Right, uh, right now we are under soft uh, martial law. What do you think that? Um. <laughs> now I'm reading something in in in, um, in my chat room that says martial law requires the Constitution to be suspended. Um, you dang young dummies. Well, you know when you see, and, and once again, that's where everybody goes to talking about the Constitution this and the Constitution that. Right. Man, you know that thing called the Constitution is a piece of paper that is interpreted by whoever wants to interpret it their certain way. You know, it was written a certain way. It wasn't written, uh, just say it's written for the people, but it wasn't written by the people. Okay, let's be honest. It w- and it wasn't written for all the people. So when you start talking about this thing called the Constitution, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, and, and yeah. you know, and, and every time I hit it, it kind of, you know, makes me want to just jump up and down and say, ah, come on, come on, wake up. Wake up, you know the Constitution. Yeah, the Constitution is fine when when uh, uh, Mr. Smith wants to use it, but in other times the Constitution don't exist. You know what I mean? Right. And and you see this Muslim woman making terrorist threats at Los Angeles airport was detained and released by airport police, then rearrested and taken into the full custody for saying, "I will make sure we bomb America." I mean, look at it. I mean, if it was you, if it was you or somebody else or etc., they would take you on the very first words you say. This lady was allowed to tell those things, I mean, for a long time. I mean, they did not took any actions. And, uh, you know, it is... It just sucks. I mean, oh, what the hell right. is going on? I mean, you. It, it's you, you I, I mean, it see, it, it see, and, and once again, that's that's um, where a lot of uh, uh, citizens, uh, I must say, citizens. I'm be nice. Yes. A lot of citizens have blinders on, because what's really going on is. Mr. Smith is actually allowing a lot of individuals to come into this country. It's a reason for that. That's you know? right. That's yeah. right. Uh, so um, I, I, I have okay. to go right now. I'm, I will mm-hmm. talk to you in the near future, my friend, and we will talk a lot about everything. But you can find this story at Shubat, S-H-O-E-B-A-T.com, Shubat.com. And uh, then you can further analyze it for your listeners. I appreciate your time uh, you have given me. This is Mazda, 
thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Monster, for calling in. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> um, you know, very interesting conversation. Uh, very interesting conversation. But, you know, he brought up some very, very, very good points. Very good points. Uh, you know, it's... <laughs> Oh, Lord, have mercy. Uh, yeah, but, you know, the, the, Mr. Smith is paying a lot of people to allow um, refugees to come into this country. So, you know, you, you see them on, on the local news or what have you talking about, well, we got to stop this. You can't stop it because you're allowing, they're allowing it to happen. But they're not telling the American public this. Why? Because of the backlash that would happen. And you're not going to be too afraid if you realize they're allowing it to happen. The Syrian refugees, they're still coming. They're still coming. But you don't hear about that on a daily basis, right? They're still coming, being given houses, being given jobs, sent to schools. That's right. It's happening. But we got homeless walking around here, can't get any help whatsoever. We got veterans walking around here, can't get any help, uh, whatever, forever, you know. So uh, let me let Pianki in. <laughs> All right, Pianki, welcome to the show, man. What's going on? You know, uh, I didn't know you were so gullible. You know what, Pianki? It's not. It's not about um, 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 being gullible, but it, I mean the guy made some sense. You know, I. You know, where yes, you he make sense telling the United States citizens not to vote. <clears throat> well, I agree with him. Then when all done, he's gonna send you to a pay and click, click and pay website that's full of viruses, STDs, and all kind of germs. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I didn't recommend anybody go to that that site. Okay, I didn't say that. He said that. I didn't say that. Okay. How are you gonna call Donald Trump a crook and an insider and a member of the Bilderbergs? What's well, wrong with being a member of the Bilderbergs? Damn near every prominent business person is, including black ones. Vernon George okay. is one. Okay. These crazy, this crazy stuff. But why, why, why is it so crazy? Why is it so crazy? Because it's that's just exactly what it's designed to do, is to make you but, crazy in the head. But 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 that's his point Imposed. of view, right? But Fear. that's his point of view, correct? That's his point of How view. How often long have you heard that? Heard what? About Something all these conspiratorial. Organization and clubs and that and that. Yeah, oh, you have see, them here. But but yes, we do. You know, they know the interesting thing, Pianki, and, and I've I realized, and, and this has been going on for so long. When certain points of view are are given, you know, it's easier to dismiss them as a conspiracy than to say, well, maybe that is that is that has a little truth to it. You know, but we we've been conditioned to say, well, you know, no, that that that's a conspiracy theory, or no, he crazy, or what have you. But what is what is wrong with sitting back listening and saying, huh, maybe there's some truth to that, and and doing a little research, like the people who put up and said that Donald Trump is being sued for rape. 
and put a plaintiff's petition online, leading it to a federal court signed by Joan and Timothy Doe. What in the hell have you ever went to federal court for rake? <laughs> God damn. Well, Pianke, once again, like I said, you know, do your research. You know, do your research. You know, and, and I've said that often. You know, people use the Internet for a whole lot of stuff, a whole lot of stuff that's that's just nonsense. But instead of, you know, doing a little research and finding out whether something's true or not, some of them run with it. I mean, that, that that's the way it, it rolls. And that's why Talking it's put up. Constant- that's why it's put out. Why do you say huh? that the Constitution? You know, here's the thing. Look, uh, no, here's the if thing. You, you know, the Constitution is old. See, now you let him say all the stuff he said. Then you want to cut me off. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And I'm just saying the Constitution, I said before, it needs to be redone. It really does. But go ahead. Go you ahead. can't redo no say. Constitution. The Constitution is set the way it is. Here's another well, really? People talk about suspending. Why can't you well, redo then you, it? Then what you need to do is get three quarters of the, sta- the states to agree to it. And they're not going to do it. They tried that with the. They tried to, because people don't go along with that stuff. They tried that with uh-huh. this equal rights amendment for women. It ran <laughs> its course, and they then Congress extended it, and they still didn't buy on. Well, here's the thing: uh-huh. if you suspend the U.S. Constitution, as I said in the chat room, all bets are off. I can kill you. There's nothing to protect you. There's no punishment. I can cut your head oh. off. Steal from you. Do everything. There's nothing to protect me now. No, that's not true. You're a citizen. If you kill a citizen, you are charged with the crime of murder, which has no statute of limitation. But but see, that's why the reason, that's why it's so valuable that United States citizens have guns. Yeah, see, here's see, see. I understand what you're saying. I wish you had to challenge him on the stuff he was saying as much as you are with me. Listen, Pianki, listen. Okay. Now, here's a, here's here's something interesting. Yeah. Um do you know you can be held and not not charged with anything and they can take all your property and they would don't have to give it back? And you don't have That's to be charged because with of this crazy Negro that you got as a president now who came up with this stuff. Oh no, no, and, no. That was for him. He's pushing it. He's pushing it. Oh, he oh, had oh. A, uh, he's carrying on what other folks have uh, done. No, you're supposed to have due process. Just like they're talking about uh, if you are a suspected terrorist, you should due not process. be able to buy should not be able to buy guns. Well how you okay. haven't been charged. Due process. Did you say due process? Due process is spelled out in the fifth and fourteenth amendment of the United States okay. Constitution. Absolutely. All right. You get a uh, black man get caught with an ounce of weed. He gets sent up for 10, 20 years. Uh, a white guy raped someone, and because That's she was the unconscious, law. he changed the law. Really? Changed the law? And rape changed is. And see, here's another thing. Rape. Boy, like I said, I wish you would uh, challenge him on the things that he said. You just listen to him. Oh, Lord. You don't want to listen to another black man. Pianke, you know sometimes I question whether you black or not. But go ahead. And how are you gonna bring? <laughs> how are you gonna bring? Let's say it again. 
How you going to bring rape in as as what happens in one state compared to what happens to another state? Those are different states. Ah, ah. But from what you say, everybody, no matter what state you're in, you're covered under the Constitution, right? You are. Okay, then. That's the kind of due due process in one state that the people of that state let uh, get away with, then there it is. Change it. Oh, there it is. Change it. Huh. Okay. All right. You know, change it. Okay. Get rid of the prosecutors. (laughs) Get rid of the judge. They state judges. They not federal judges. Get rid of their asses. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So we can we can have a debacle like we already have in in the Supreme Court right now, right? Well, we're no, not going to let you jump at the federal courts. No, I'm no, I'm just no. using that as an example. That's all I'm doing, Pianki. Well, you jump from rape state issues. Now you're on federal issues and try to complain that compare the two. You can't do that. Oh, you can't. No, you know you but, can't do that. But the same, but the same type of nonsense is going on whether it's state and federal or what have you. But you don't want to compare the two, right? Well, it ain't no debacle. You just got the Congress that do not want to go to the process of having the Democratic president appoint a Supreme Court justice. But regardless what state you live in, you are covered by the Constitution. You are protected by the Constitution. Oh, you're protected by the Constitution. You're protected to... Apply laws. You are protected to change laws. You are protected to do away with laws. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Okay. All right, Pianki. It's the most marvelous <laughs> 26-page document on the planet. It's funny yeah, thing that I went other countries, and you, I just witnessed several countries recently in the last few years go about <laughs> revising and redoing their constitution. And as oh, they really? went along the process, they had the United States Constitution on the table to mimic and use guidelines. But the thing okay. is, when so, they done, okay. wait a minute, check this out. So when they why, done, they usually okay. end up with a thousand-page Constitution. <laughs> well, maybe that's what needs to be done then, you know? You just, I say redo the whole thing, or as you just said, revise it. But you say no, because you can't do no, that. You don't need to re- I don't it think is. it needs to be revised. Huh? I don't think it needs to be revised. It's, it's, a, it's short because it allows for evolution within it. But once you again, Pianchi, the Constitution, when it was written, wasn't written by the people, and it really wasn't written for the people. It was written you by can't... people and for people. No, 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 no. I said for the general population. It wasn't written for the general population. Why and you know that because it wasn't it, the common sense. You only had what? And please don't eight, say it wasn't for states, blacks. Blacks were not states, Africans were black not citizens. Uh, well, but, but, but okay, all right, never mind. Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see, see. Um, That's why you can amend it. In the Constitution, I, I say it needs to be redone. Okay. Because well, it doesn't go ahead in a minute. What do you want to do to it? You want to uh, have well, I a. I said let's revise the whole thing. I said let's revise the have, whole thing. You can't revise the whole thing because it itself gives you the right to make changes to it, not destroy it. But you just said I can't do it. Revise well, it. Well, then we need to have a. 
then we need to have another war then. We need to have another war. Now, Don't you think we, we need to have wars? those wars? You, do you you think we're in enough wars as, as it is already? No, because you say you need to uh, are you gonna, do away are you with gonna, and you do away, you you're going to have war, are, anarchy. Are you going to allow your sons or daughters to go over there and fight? The fight's going to be here. You, you're talking about doing away with the Constitution. The question, well, you, where you go over where? Are you going to allow your sons and daughters to fight? Hell yeah, that's what I got guns for. Ah, okay. All right, all right. All right. Now, the question is, what side are you going to be fighting on? But okay. Let me... <laughs> Hold on. Let yeah, me I'm identified the sides. Well, well, it's simple. It's going to be the side that want to revise the Constitution and the side that don't want to revise the Constitution. No, so, you right. said from the standpoint, <laughs> you, you, you don't have the war on deciding one way or the other. You have the the war will come when there's no more. Oh, okay. All right. Well, hold on. Let me bring Michigan in because I do owe him from the last time we had we was on the air. All right, Michigan. <laughs> welcome to the show, man. Hey, what's going on, man? I see you. I see you want to uh, mess with these white folks' documents and stuff again. I told you, man, to leave these white folks alone, man. <laughs> leave these white folks' documents alone, man. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you right, man. No, he's telling me right. Yeah, man. Leave these white folks' documents alone, man. Okay. All right. So I guess we just continue to suffer under the white folks' document, as you say. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. You you uh, don't suffer whether you change the document or not, long as you stay up and you stay next door to them. So ah okay. <laughs> so so <laughs> I guess the point I'm trying to make is cha- changing the document is not going to change uh, the relationship that you have with them. That's okay. The now that's that's All what right. Bianca is not telling you. But oh, okay. The document it, is it's like the, it's really not it, the, it's right. Like it's really not the document that's determining the relationship. It's who they are mm-hmm. as individuals. It's not the document. Okay. All right. It's yeah. something like the Confederate flag situation that went on. You can take the flags out, but you can't take. That's okay. right. That's right. That's right. right. Yeah. Why couldn't Bianca make that simple? <laughs> you know, that was kind of an insulted too, because West Virginia <laughs> flies this Confederate flag. Okay. And there is a West Virginia when you had people, you had Confederates pull away from Virginia because they didn't go along with slavery. Well, That's yeah. how West Virginia came about. Yeah. Okay. How motion gets the best of valor is really amusing. Yeah, well, today we call it political correctness. Hold on, I got somebody else who want to come in. That's what we're calling it now. All right, Erico 404, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Area code four zero four. Are you there? You hear me, man? You hear me, peace and blessing, man. Oh, what's up, Wesley? Hey. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm good, man. I'm listening to the conversation, man. You know what I mean? My brother, that last brother spoke speaking. He's right, man. Okay, number one, I love my brother Pianki because you see, Pianki not telling y'all, he got a degree in jurisprudence, man. He has a doctorate degree in jurisprudence. Y'all know what that is, right? Okay, we may know, but some of the listeners may not. So go ahead and tell us what jurisprudence is. My brother uh, uh, Pianki is a—he's uh, uh, perpetuating this white man lies myth, man. He took that that oath where he have his hand behind his back, 
and swear to the Andrews Cologne, man. That's just missed out of England, this whole Constitution bull crap, man. Which really, America is really the Constitution. It, it, this country is a corporation owned by them international bankers, them Rothschilds, man. So the Constitution, you look at the American flag, like I said, and you see them yellow, it's, it's draped in yellow with them yellow fringes, right? Y'all know what that is, right? Huh? That means we're on the international law, international bankers, man. So that Constitution ain't nothing but a bunch of uh, BS or, or, or paper, man. You can go out there or take, catch you some fish and wrap the fucking Constitution up in that fish, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> so it don't mean, yeah, yeah, it yeah. don't mean, it's a bunch of bovine excrement that was first drafted for rich people that came over here to steal land. That's their little unofficial uh, document for uh, the colonization from England, which is a bunch of BS and illusion, man. So that's why I, I love my brother, Pianchi. He's still trying to uh, float a damn sinking ship. Ship. All right? <laughs> the ship is fucking sinking, and he's still trying to float. Say, master, we sinking, master. Okay? So I, I agree with my brother. He got to eat too, man. So uh, I agree with man. It's all a bunch of BS, man. As far as uh, y'all see what happened to England, right? About about uh, 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 England, the people in England voted to get out of that economic union with uh, with all this crap, with this banking crap, right? Y'all see that was going on, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that tell you this whole European, this whole European England shit is sinking, man. All right. And I was looking at a document today about this martial law. You right, we on the martial law, but. Uh, the signs tell me what they're going to do is like on a Friday, maybe the day, not the day that we cool, they're going to say, oh, the banking, y'all, we got a virus and shit. Y'all can't get your money or whatever. It'll be Bank Monday. Okay, for my source to say, when y'all see that sign where they say the bank's got virus, your money, y'all, you got 72 hours to get your shit together for all, 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 all shit hit the fan under this martial law, and so y'all just be ready, man. Get you uh, what you call, get your stuff together, man. Get some money or something to hit the side or whatever, because this whole uh-huh. system about the bottom part or not, man. All right? So y'all just keep your eyes open. Just be cool, black people, because the white man devil shit time is up, man. All right. Well, thank you, Brother Wesley, for that. Thank you for that. All right. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Michigan Pianchi, y'all got anything y'all want to add or, 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 or the, the, the dispute what on that? What could you add to all that misinformation talking about England pulled away? <laughs> well, I mean, they, well, did, they, they did vote to leave the EU. I mean, let's be honest, they did do that. England did not vote to leave the, the EU. The United Kingdom, then. The United Kingdom. All right. And you let you an idiot come on and say stuff that ain't true. The bank, How man, the hell are you going to wrap the Constitution up in fish? Because the Constitution don't mean nothing, man. It's fake, dog. Okay, well, the international banking. The international banking. You got a foreigner over here talking crazy language. Dog, who, what? what wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. See, that, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, see, uh-huh. you have your point of view, and you're going to stick to your point of view. Okay? Right. Now, all right, so that's a flag with yellow fringes around it means you're in the international. 
But that's, that's right. some crazy that's stuff. That's real talk, bro. Yeah, you, okay, you well, good. America, we gave they sovereignty out to the UN international bankers, man. All right, the Rothschilds and all them, them fake Zionists, them the one that's running all this fake money, man. They've got all the accumulation of land, wealth, and debt to keep people enslaved, man. To keep people like you under <laughs> uh, uh, illusion of inclusion. Only the rich came here and got rich. <laughs> My brother. The rich God damn. Got, yeah, by, how, how do you got rich? By stealing oh, and corrupting and robbing. Listen, mister. Listen, listen, Wesley. I have no discussions with you. You've already proved what you about, so let it stand at that. Well, what am I about, man? What am I about? Nah, I have nothing else to say. What, what no, am no. I about, man? Wesley, hold on, Wesley. All right, we're, we're yeah, not going to get into. We're not going to get into that. All right, we're not going to get into that. All right. Um, right. Michigan, anything you want to add <laughs> before I move on to the next thing? Anything no, you want to add? Move on. No, go ahead, move <laughs> on, bro. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Um, Freddie Gray case. You know, I wanted to talk about this also. You know, because they had the third officer on trial, and this one, he, you know, he had to deprive heart charges and everything and else, and he chose to have a bench trial. Well, guess what happened, y'all? Came back not guilty. I told y'all it was gonna happen. I told you it was gonna happen. Uh-huh. Um, you right. Um. Now. You know, with the, that's zero and three for the for Baltimore DA. That's zero and three. Should should they just give up right now? You know, and, and like I said before, the family already then took a settlement of six four million, six point four million dollars. Okay, so I, I and most of the, most of these individuals now, besides the first guy, you know, they choosing to do the bench trial. You know, which is you know a good good choice. You ask me, because that that takes away the the real. Um, how can I say the 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 um, human the human feelings or psyche out of it? Because you just got a judge up there, and he just going by the law and what's presented in front of him. Um, but it's interesting though because it's they zero and three. The first one was a hung ju- hung trial um, hung jury because they did have a jury. The last two been bench trial, and both of them been found not guilty. So shouldn't. Uh, wouldn't common sense say if you're the DA, just leave it alone, you know, and admit you made a mistake by rushing into it? Should, should she just leave it alone, or should she go ahead and try the, the last three? What y'all think about that? She should do what she set out to do. Which I commend is? her for what she, for what she done. <laughs> you what? I commend her for what she done. She done it under the rules of the Constitution, state Constitution. <laughs> yeah, the state Constitution, man, that was all illusion, bro. Okay, the reason she tried them folks, why? Is to keep all the Negroes and all the uh, uh, people that black, to keep them quiet and cool, man. To try to turn the heat off yep. the situation. That's why she had that illusion of inclusion about that trial, man. Okay, if she really wanted to do something, she should have went after them two fools that first arrested that guy and put their they knee in his neck and broke his neck. Them the ones that need to be tried, because that's what killed that dude when they put him on, throw him on the ground and put their knee in his neck and broke his spine. Them the ones that should have been tried right then and there. But once again, we've been fooled by the Operation Mockingbird, the illusion of inclusion, and here we are. 
Operation Markenberg. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's right. Look up Operation Markenberg, man. You will see everything they showing and telling y'all on television is an illusion. It's called Clown Theater. Ah, it's called The Matrix, man. You know, I like that, yes, those sir. movies. That Matrix. That that's mm-hmm. a better way than Matrix. <laughs> you know, that's what I think. Uh, Michigan, what you think about the, the, the what's going on, man? Well, I mean, I think the brother's correct with the. Uh, I you know the thing about it, man. I I don't know what it's gonna take for black folks. My my thing is you got to figure out a way out of. And it's going to be difficult, but you really got to figure out a way how to come out of the system all together. You, you got to be able to try yourself. Uh, you got to be able to select your own jurors right out of the community. I mean, as long as you're playing, you know, pussies with white folks, I mean, you're going to keep getting what we've been getting. So I think that's really the problem is right. what you have to with these white folks, man, you're just not going to get it. I mean, as long as it's, if it's, if it's situated, Within the within the system, you're not going to get what you have to. You know, well, and I you think know. that's that's really the only problem I have with with Pianki. And the, and the thing about it is, Pianki know better, but I, mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know why he I don't know I, I mean that 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 kind of bothers me because I know Pianki knows better. Now instead of him telling black folks the truth, he'll he'll rather send them running into the matrix head first, thinking that's called that Boulay, you can beat it. Yeah, and I, for the man. life of me, I can't. I don't. I don't understand Pianchi because I know he knows that, but he's still doing. What do you I mean? Don't know why. I, 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 blacks are United States citizens. That's what they are. They're not Pianchi. Africans. They're not. You, they you, not you and I both know that's, that's, they that's are United States talk. citizens. Pianchi, you and I both know that's only a They got a blue passport. You know better than that. You know better than that. When they go abroad, they have an embassy in practically every corner that's there to address their needs. And it works. See see what I'm saying? He's talking the letter letter of the law. He he knows better than that. I'm not even saying what he's saying is wrong. It is uh-huh. correct, but he knows well, that's what you're supposed to do. If it's right, is it, am I not correct by that? Yes, it is correct. But that's right, not then. black folks' issue. That's not black folks' issue. All that they can black carry folks a, a are not the same, Michigan. You're correct. You're correct with that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right, so why are you saying too. all black folks? Well, wait, 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 wait. Here's what we're all saying, Uh The relationship that white folk have with blacks, we're the same. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. Now you, now you, come on. Now all black folk individually, you just had a all black folk individually are not the same. I guess the relationship that Creole have with black folks in New Orleans is the same as the relationship. What blacks in Chicago have with New York Creole is well, hey, you know, they white. You, now you did not. Now you yeah. moved the whole goalpost. Now you yeah. moved the whole goalpost. Now you know yeah. what, I'm what, I'm is, what he's saying is, no matter what, you're still a ninja to these see, folks. Right? Know, you know, see, I can know what I'm saying, man. See, I can know. Well, see, that's you know where exactly that's where I, I don't agree with. Now it may be with you, but I don't see that. 
But what he's saying yep. is some black people get a little bit more highly favored because they do the king bit, like Oprah Winfrey them, man. They get they get a little bit more favor, man. They get a little more high. Oprah Winfrey does it. Oprah Winfrey runs a business. That's what she does. Like the mammy on the plantation. White folks feel good around her, man. Yeah. Okay. That's what she is. A mammy on the plantation. If you want to continue to be a slave, (coughs) we all slaves. I got yard work over here you can do, and I won't pay you. We all are slaves, brother. If you pay income tax and you got a Social Security card and a birth certificate, you are a slave to the the people on international bankers on Wall Street, my brother. So you mm-hmm. got so if you got a birth certificate, you a slave to international bankers. Correct the moon, though, man. You you find all right. So all right. I, so Michigan but, man got a birth certificate. How's he a slave? Uh he got that card in his pocket, a Social Security card and a birth certificate. You, you are you, you tell him what he got in his pocket. So how is that making him a slave? He he uh, uh, sucking on the tit of the system and uh, perpetuating being a parasite. What do you mean he sucking <laughs> on the tit of the system? <laughs> Michigan man, I'm sure, system, is not on welfare. Only you know what I'm saying. Only you know what I'm saying. My wife. Hold on, I'll take Michigan. I'll take Michigan. I'll take Michigan out of the pictures. So tell me how I'm a slave. You pay taxes? Yeah, I pay taxes. I, I know what Thank you're trying to you. say, but I mean, yeah, I Everybody pay taxes. When yeah, I go to the store and buy something, I pay, I pay sales tax. When I I pay property right, tax. Right, right, right. There you go. So you're That's saying the people that, people that <laughs> goes to the store and buy groceries, even white folks, are slaves. Even George Bush is a slave. Even Barack Obama, well, Michelle Obama, when she go buy her beautiful dresses and pays taxes on them, she a slave. Is that what you saying? Yeah, especially if you paying April fifteenth, they have you running there to give you back your money, what you you made on your uh, wages. If you paying April fifteenth, yes sir. So you mean to tell well, me, well, well, when would you Hold rather on. that people? When would Hold you rather that? Hold on for a minute, because I, I just got to ask Wesley this question. Okay, Wesley, using I mean, you say if you pay taxes, you're a slave. So basically, what you're saying, everybody in this country is a slave because we pay taxes. That, that's what you're saying. Yeah. You and pay taxes too. Let's be a little bit more specific. And how does that make yeah, yeah. us a slave? Say what? And let's be a little bit more one, specific. How does, how does number, that make us a slave by paying taxes? Number one, you pay into the international bankers, not the uh, uh, the Federal Reserve is owned by the international bankers, not owned by the government anyway. All right, and you just uh, said earlier, these folks they can come take your money or take your land or anything they want if they if they so choose, man. I was just looking at a story where these people had some uh, uh, some, some some stuff in the uh, safety deposit box. The bank just come took their stuff, man. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you got you. There's particularly black people, man. We said still are always feeding. Paying the beast, that's killing us, man. Okay, we they paying taxes. Fools. Well, we all are fools, man. If you paying taxes, man, how why would you pay so when taxes? I pay, when I go buy when I go buy a loaf of bread, the taxes I pay go to the international bankers. I'm t- I'm specifically talking about the I'm specifically talking about the income tax, my brother. Okay. No, I'm you what talking. you said taxes. Well, I see. I, I'm 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 uh, uh, specifically uh. 
What's so so deplorable about your ability to communicate that you can't say what you mean when you say it? I just said what I I mean, brother. I just said what I mean. Income taxes. Income taxes, man. Okay? I know you lawyers use... So when I pay income taxes... When I pay uh-huh. income taxes to the city of St. Louis, it goes to the international bankers, huh? Hey, Pia, 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 Pia is not a lawyer either. He's got a degree in prudence. He's got a degree in prudence, man. You think so? All right. Here's something else. Here's something else. Let's move on from that. Okay. So, Wesley, if you're paying taxes, we're slaves. And everybody else say, I don't know about that one. But okay, but I, I, I think I'll say. My brother, let me let me do you know yeah. at, the, at the at the beginning at the top of the first line on income tax form say this is a volunteer donation. That's what the first letter of the income tax form that W two form say. This is a voluntary uh, donation. That's what they say. Well, Wesley, I understand what you're saying, but here's the bottom line: you voluntary um, don't pay and see what happens to you. <laughs> well, I already do. I don't pay. I don't pay, dog. Okay. okay. Well, well, I mean, there's some truth to what Wesley said, like there's some truth to what Bianchi says. Now, there, there, there actually are a lot of people in uh, the United States that don't pay taxes. I mean, that's clear. So he, he's correct there. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, but right. but you, well, here's what's not going to happen. The right. system itself would not allow everybody not to pay taxes. So you, you will have a, a group who will be able to get away with that. But but what the system is not going to tolerate is everybody stop paying taxes at once. It's not going to happen. You want to bet? You know why? You, know, so you just said, yeah. you no, just said it's not going to happen. If people start waking up, only 25% of the people in America that's woke now, man. It's only 20, the rest of the, the masses are asses, man. Just going along okay. and getting along. Just go along to get along. Keep feeding the starving the beast, feeding the beast, man. Yeah. Well, okay, Wesley, you know what? Huh? You know what? Wesley, I, 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 hear you. I, I, I hear what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, but I, I think yeah. it's less than twenty five percent. I really do. Yeah. Um, the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court, man. Um, mm-hmm. Remember, they had they had this um, case Fisher versus the University of Texas white girl who decided she was going to sue the University of Texas over um, affirmative action. Well, the Supreme Court came back and said universities can use ethnicity uh, when admitting, you know, students. Uh, they can use affirmative action. Um, what do y'all think about that? Do you well, think they keep changing. Huh? They keep because changing it? They, they, change, they keep changing, yes. Now, well, I myself I'm not have no... Huh? Affirmative yeah. action was another illusion of inclusion, man. Okay, what well, they, they yeah. trick black folks to think that we got something and gonna get some kind of uh, leg up on what's going on, on on trying to make the plan for your equal. Once again, you know who the most beneficiaries of the affirmative action are? The white women. Thank you. I rest my case. <laughs> oh, aren't you married one? <laughs> oh, I don't eat pork, man. Pork is no good. The Bible says pork is pork. Hey, 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 Piagi, Piagi. You ain't got to marry one. He can pimp a couple of them. You ain't got to marry one. Why don't you marry one? Now you got two whammies. You black and you got a white wife. Pork is pork, man. All right. You know, we're not even getting into that discussion. Hold on. I got somebody else want to come in. Ms. Lee, I'm going to go to Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Oh, that's you. 
Hello, Maze. How are you? I'm just fine. Just listening. Oh, uh, okay. So, so what what do you have to contribute to the conversation? I'm I know you got something good. You're I'm listening just, for a moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I like to ask Miss Mays. Let me. Ask, I want to ask Miss Mays a, a question, man. Miss Mays, y'all ready for Cleveland for martial law? When Donald Trump come up there and all hell fall out of Cleveland? If you don't want them, you know, you might be ready for martial law. Cause that's the no, plan, man. But he's saying when the when the convention come up that way. Yeah. Are, are they making it? Any any special preparations or no, I'm not. you know tell me how to stay in the house? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Telling you better not come out. Don't come outside. You know they're gonna have a purge going on. <laughs> oh. Don't let stuff like that bother me. <laughs> don't let it bother you. Okay. Nope. All right. Yeah. So so oh, let's get back to this, huh? Yes, ma'am. You got one side, one side Holland Sharia law, and then you got one Holland some other kind of law. Which one is it going to be? What? Tell me. Oh, Sharia law. What you talking? Uh huh. The one one side screaming, and other, and then you got whispers saying something else about some other kind of law, martial law. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look. Well, he don't pay no taxes, too, you know. Well, so you, you know, know no as taxes, far as. Look, I don't think Sharia law is going to happen here. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Maybe in some parts. That's I'm not going to say here, but maybe it's not going to be widespread. You know, that's what the whole American system is. That's what the whole American system is, Sharia law, man. Manifest destiny, where they just go and occupy somebody's land and take their um, goods and services. And they that's what Sharia law is, man. Well, they've done that to the American people, and they still living and going on with the programs. That's right, including all them pirates, man. I'm when they was, but Wesley, I'm saying you say you don't pay your taxes, but you gonna tell right. anybody you don't pay them, or then you really gonna be I, a slave. I, I'm not scared. I pay taxes when I go buy some groceries. That's about it. That's what I'm saying. But so when you get your check, tax. they don't. You get your check, no taxes is deducted. Well, huh? they take they take it. Like, you know why? Because I jack up my job too far. I, okay. I, what, what I do when I get a job. Okay, I, I I do my W do farm where I get the most back of my. How, how many do you pay. claim? You you claim <laughs> more than enough. I claim enough, man. I claim you claim more than ten. Where's it? Where's it? Where's it? Where's it, man? I wouldn't be disclosing any of that information, man. I, I wouldn't either. You don't need to well, disclose any of that information. Why not? He's tough and bad. Let him. He's tough and bad. Let him show the show the rest of black people how to do it. I'm just like your master Donald Trump, man. I ain't telling y'all nothing. I'm just like Donald Trump. I ain't telling you nothing. Hold on for a minute, Wesley. Hold on for a minute, Wesley. Now, P.A., yeah. how you going to tell, tell uh, Wesley to show somebody how something done? Mm. And we done asked you quite a few times on the show that. No, he you said he just, said that uh, he doesn't pay taxes. Now he don't say he jacks up his I asked him, I said, uh, do you claim more than 10 on your W-2, your W-4? Uh, hey, uh, your Honor, I refuse to answer that. Cause and here's the point. Why come you don't claim, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why come you don't claim more than 10? Cause, your Honor, I'm just, like Donald, I'm just like Donald Trump. I refuse to answer that because I, 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 I'm running this. Claim more than 10 and see what happened to your butt. Uh, yeah. Still learning. Uh-huh. Still learning, right? 
That's not surprising because remember, remember I did the story on the judge in Kentucky that that was um, releasing juries because he said it wasn't diverse enough, not enough black folk on there. They removed him from the bench. They removed him. Not, so, but that's that not how they removed him. They moved him because well, he was doing stuff like Wesley talking about. Well, okay. What well, happened? That, that surprises you? The, you know that surprises you? Come on now, we know Mr. Smith. If you go against anything against the grain, they're gonna remove you uh, any way they can. <laughs> Come mm-hmm. on, that's not that's not such a, a big surprise. Right, this is and this is and boy, this this double back to our original conversation about the Constitution. See, what, uh-huh. what we don't understand is that these individuals who are in the positions of power, they're not running around with a Constitution in their back pocket, like Pianchi would, you know, and people who who live and die by the Constitution will believe. White folk in power don't give a damn about their Constitution. They give a sure damn not. about what maintains white culture and white privilege, period. Mm-hmm. And if, That's and right. And, and if, if any time that Constitution bumps heads with white privilege, they'll take that Constitution and, and put some weed in it and smoke it. Yep. And you will right. run behind them trying to put it out, talking about this your document. See, that's the craziness yep. I'm talking about right there. <laughs> yes, white folks yeah. don't give a damn about that damn document, man. How, how Judge Brown, folk, Judge black Brown. Black folk, love, black folk love that document more than white folks. That's crazy mm-hmm. as hell. Well, mm-hmm. that's a lie because half of black folks don't even know what the damn thing is about. Uh, well, and Judge Brown, true. according to the article, was put on disability, on, on disability he until himself, he... He put himself on disability for, for that, being a diabetic, and he right. put himself well, on disability, and they were saying he was crazy. And he said he did it himself, but then he still lost his license. Well, they use it, it's temporary when a person is put on disability, according to the article. Mm-hmm. I never well, know nobody to do that though. Well, you know they're, they're gonna say it's temporary, but so know, here yeah. now before 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 the before the cock crow trice, people gonna say, oh, they don't they don't it's it's they don't black lives matter. They don't tase Judge Brown mm-hmm. and all this stuff. <laughs> Here we go. Um, let's get you know. Being that I have y'all on the phone, let's get back to something I, I mentioned earlier, and uh, see what y'all think on this. Loretta Lynch and, and Bill Clinton meeting on the term tarmac on, on the airplane. Y'all think something behind that, or is just no. being blown out of proportion? Huh? Yeah, maybe some, no? I was, sometimes I wonder if Bill don't want Hillary to even run. I'm I wonder if he getting in the way, or did he go to to push Loretta Lynch to make her look bad. I don't know, but I'm wondering because he always doing stuff. He's trying to tell people stuff, but nobody listening to him. Okay, well, I, huh? I think that uh, he he should have known better. She should have known better with meeting with him. But I don't think I think he came on the plane where she was. And yes, it right. looks it looks bad because she's investigating. His wife, who's running for president, him being a former president, he should know better. But he's a thuggish, he's a thuggish criminal, 
and everybody that he didn't kill during his eight years tender as president is word the death that they would come after them once she becomes president. You, you know, but here's the thing about that. You know, the, the, the uh, Department of Justice has said they were taking a back seat and letting the FBI do the investigation. So, I mean, if, <laughs> but, Maze, you, you bring up a good so, the, Do you think that's what the case, that he really don't want to win? The FBI comes under the Department of Justice. I'm sorry. Well, I understand that, but I'm just saying, you know, as far as who's, who's leading the case. But go ahead, Maze. I mean, because why do they want to put it on her? And he went to her plane. She didn't come to him. So he could have right. then they drove him up to the plane, and she just could have opened the door, and he was standing there to come in and have a conversation. Nobody don't ask how did he make it to the plane, or did she invite him, or he just came on his own. And how well, the hell did he know that she was on that plane anyway? Please, uh, anything that goes on, what makes you think that he don't know? Well, well, he, he, he wouldn't have known that she was on that plane. He could have came to threaten the plane. Unless he, unless he put forth some effort to do so. Y'all got to realize every, everything the government do, they know. Everything the government does, they know about it, and it's all orchestrated, man. Okay, these folks, y'all think that's just that's just something, another distraction for people to go to bumping their guns by it. Because number one. A lady like Loretta Lynch or Barack Obama, they just some high place, high high paid slaves, man. For these yeah. folk, for this devil, man. Okay. Everything well, now, you said, you know, he, he's, he, he is correct about that. I think. I mean, there's no question about that. I, anybody that's arguing that that a black person in a position in the European culture is nothing more than a a, a, a high paid nigga. I mean, come on, man. Well, I, I, everything the government had, does, they know about it. Who in the hell is the day? Your job that you had the, and you was in a position. You got a shadow government, man, that run this. Like the CIA, what, what, the shadow government, not the one. Hold on, hold on. Hold on before we get to the shadow government and stuff like that. Okay, hold on before we get there. All right, now. You know, here's my here's my take on it. Somebody in the chat room said that um, Dorella and Lynch had the cell phones turned off. Okay, I don't know about all that. But here's my thing. If it was uh, supposed to be such a secret, why do it on uh, airplanes in the middle of a tar- tarmac? You see what I'm saying? Why do it there? Number one, they leaked that information out. They put that information out in the public for y'all to talk about it, man. May the question you was getting ready to ask me to answer is yes. Okay, so, so you know did it. Wrong with somebody else? No, I didn't. Yes. I didn't. I didn't say don't do it. Now I didn't say don't okay. do it. I was just making a point. Yeah, but you. Yes, okay. to ask your question. Yes. Okay. What was the question? What was the question? Well, she. She. Well, when I talked about. Uh, well, it's off the point you were just making, so I didn't want to um, change the subject. But basically, she was saying what. Well, you know, I was an elected official, so that means I was a, you know, a, 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 a Negro in a place of authority. And the answer is yes, I knew it. I was, you know, I knew I was. So, hey, y'all remember this show that with this black, black guy yeah, come out there on stage no. with a little dog in front of him, Willie Tyler and Lester? Y'all remember that? That's not real. Huh? Yeah, well, that's, that's kind of that's, that's what these all these folks are—a bunch of ventriloquist dummies. Okay. Being pulled and, and, and manipulated, man, and they put that out in the public. Operation Mockingbird for y'all to okay. fall for that bait, man. It's all stage. Wesley, yes, okay. 
I understand you keep saying that. Okay. So how did this fall into Operation Mockingbird? What, what was that? Don't be asking that. Let me give you a more practical answer, Wesley. That, that's more practical. Okay. When, 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 when a black person get, gets in, in authority in a, in, a, in a white man's culture, which is what this is, what happens is uh-huh. as long as what you're doing in your administration does not upset white privilege, you okay. Bingo. Whether that be a judge, lawyer, prosecutor, business owner, it doesn't matter. Teacher, principal, it doesn't matter. As long as what you're doing once you're sitting in that seat does not uh, uh, mess with white privilege, you're okay. Once, once you threaten white privilege, they have ways of dealing with you and or the position that you're in. That's it. That's right. That's right. Okay. So, uh, okay. So, uh, well, I'm still, I'm, let me let me that. let me address that. Let me address well, do that. Do you, you you disagree with that, Pam? You disagree I agree. with that? I just yes, I disagree with that. <laughs> Here in St. Louis, you had a you had a, a very high profile. Well, shit. Go ahead, Pianki. She's a perfect example, man. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, Pianki. I, there's a lot of background noise coming from somebody. Did you say something, Eric? Yeah, I said go ahead. Sound like it's the truth coming speech. out, man. It's, it's the truth, man. It's coming out. That's what you hear the truth. All right. All right. Let, him, let, let me tell you something. <laughs> I can't hear with all that noise, man. You need to well, mute somebody. I got my, I got, yeah, I got my phone muted. Well, not, not me. Okay. Go ahead, Pianki. Oh. Wait, wait a minute. I'm trying to put a little bit. Yeah, you sound like somebody dragging a dead body across the floor. That ain't cool, man. That's not my line. That's not me, Mr. Talk. It could be the network doing it. No, it's not. P. Go, you go say what you're going to say. I'm going to move on. So go ahead and go on and say well, it. Well, I, I was going to counter Michigan, man, because we had a very high-profile activist here in St. Louis by the name of Percy Green. And he did. What is that noise? <laughs> okay. Percy Green is not dead. At least... Just with his last as, as the ghost, as the ghost of Percy Green. Percy Green, Percy Green started <laughs> off back in 1964, 63, when he climbed up on the Gateway Arch, chained himself to it, and said that he wasn't coming down until they hired blacks on the project. He went on to do other things, especially going against McDonald Douglas at the time, mm-hmm. which is now Boeing. What is that noise, Eric? That's Look, I tell you what, I'll just I'll just sit back and listen. I can't hear over that mess. It sounds nasty. That's the way man. I told you, that's what it is. When you you can't mess with you can't bring, you can't mess with God, folks, man. But uh, look, I'm we gonna discuss. Uh, uh, we gonna discuss. Are you gonna discuss Jesse Williams? Jesse Williams. What, what, I mean, what what is it about Jesse Williams? The guy that what, spoke what at you, the BET, the one that spoke at the BET. Uh, I, I didn't watch the BET Awards. I heard, oh, okay. you know, okay. I mean, yeah, but you know, I mean, I heard he said something about Black Lives Matter uh, and uh, activism or whatever. So enlighten me. I get to tell you what I think, but enlighten me. Oh, well, you, you can't tell me what you think if you haven't heard it. I mean, I want you to hear it for yourself. I don't want to pass something on because I I've read articles on him. Um, and his activism ism, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I yeah, messed up the word. But I've read articles concerning him and stuff anyway. So go ahead. What did he say? And then we can go and have the conversation. 
when he came to the point where he said that they think that we are magic, and the people that that they want to discuss us and don't know us are the people that think they can tell people about us that they're not doing anything to help change what happens to us. They need to sit down and leave it alone. And also hmm. he was discussing about the little boy that got shot, and the police always come out with their statistics about how many crimes black people commit, but they never come out with the crime that's committed against black people. That needs to stop. And they need to come up because he was a he was a teacher first before he was a was a famous. So mm-hmm. his fame is not what he's there for; it's for he who for his people and what he's there to stand for. He's not with Hollywood. He's not about Hollywood. He's about doing right with the people and getting things on the right way. And people stop waiting because he's been waiting and waiting and waiting. Things gonna change and nothing getting there yet. Okay. Um. You know he's he's been um, doing a lot of lot of stuff behind the scenes. You know with um, Harry Belafonte and a couple of the other older gen- gentlemen, and you know he's been out there doing some work. He really has. Um, you know it's interesting that he chose the BET Awards to make that speech. It really is. But my question is. Who was it directed toward? Was it directed toward the the African American community or the so called um, African American leaders, or was it directed um, using Michigan word to European society? So who was it directed toward? Well, if because he said a, that, a lot of African Americans had a problem with what he said. Actually, I know they did. You know, and, and because of and another reason was because he has a white mother. I think it's a white mother and a black father, I think it is. Yes. Because I'll be mm-hmm. honest, when I first saw him, I thought he was a white guy. You know, with I a, you know, I really did. Um, you know, until I read, started reading some articles and, really, and you know, found out he was African-American. So, um, well, and I the, think, huh, go ahead. He got the Humanitarian Award, and he got the opportunity to speak for receiving that award for the things that he's done for his community. Yeah. I mean, he's done a lot of work. He, yes, he he's been out there. He's done yeah. a lot, of, but, see, that, but see that that goes to um, a lot of how, how we like to say um, not doing research. So a lot of mm-hmm. people take you at at face value. You know, a lot of people uh, only knows him from Grey's Anatomy, um, number one. You see what I'm saying? Well, so they who, just, who like, sponsored you know, the uh, award? Coca Cola and all those different people. NAACP. No, Coca Cola and all the different people that we spend our money on. NAACP oh, so. didn't sponsor nothing. <laughs> okay. The NAACP have their own awards anyway. Yes, they do. But and I don't the NAACP is working for the team, man. They sell out. Whether y'all well, know it or not. Why, why people were getting upset with him because of what he said. Well, did you find well, he, did you find anything wrong with what he said? No. He's because black women okay. been carrying the burden for the for, for the longest. No, I didn't. I didn't have a problem at all with what he said. And he said that she deserved respect because she's been carrying the burden for them men, and she's been carrying it for everybody on her shoulder. And then he went into Sandra Bland, and he went into all of the people that's been killed, mm-hmm. and nothing's been done about it. And he says time for it to stop. And the whole BET thing was like I was thinking it was something else, 
and I went to sleep on it, and I ain't paid no attention. But then when I went and rewind it, and I was looking at the uh, things that were going on in there, I'm like, wait a minute. These are the children of the slaves coming back to tell mm-hmm. them that they done got tired of what they're saying and the mess that's going on. Mm-hmm. And they're ready to do something about it. So you go back and watch it and see what you determine what you saw in it. It started with them in the water. Uh-huh. It started with them in the in water. The water. In the, yeah, they started in the water. Stumping in the water like they had, like they were slaves. Then it came into the antebellum area where they were dressed like them, in the antebellum dresses and stuff, and they did a little skit on that. And I said, why are these women got these braids in their hand? What are they supposed to be representing? So I'm like, mm, what is this about? So then I was, because you know I pay attention to details. And I was looking at all the details that were going around. Like, okay, this mm-hmm. is a new day and time, and we're not going to be what you've been dealing with. you got a new new group to deal with. And I'm at the head. And he's not going to get no money from Coca-Cola. He ain't going to try to get no money from all these organizations. And then all of a sudden, what? for the for the, the thing they were having to feel about the Emmys or Grammys or whatever it was, that ain't going to fix it so people can be on the board besides them. Because mm-hmm. they was about to lose a whole lot of money. Because Green do talk. <laughs> when you want to sit oh, on well. it, it'll talk for you in a minute. Yeah, that's true. All right, hold on for a minute. Hold on for a minute. All right, we got um, 10 minutes left in the live show. We will be going in overtime a little bit. So if you're not on the phone lines, you need to get here. 347-838-8622. All right. So, but go ahead and finish, Maze. But when you want, when you feeding other people with your money and you realizing that's what you're doing and you want to sit down on it, somebody's eyes going to open and you're going to see something different. And you'll stop taking well, care of other communities. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's it's great that he's he's you know making his speeches and he, but the question is, how many are going to uh, actually take what he said and put it into action? You well, know, he's been, putting, he's been putting his into action. I don't know about all them claps and some of them clapping because they were sitting there looking scared to see if the camera was on. Of course, isn't that the way that they always do? Yes, and part of the problem, <laughs> yeah. which they are. <laughs> well, I guess you know. Hey, you know you got you got Al and Jesse. You know every time you turn around, they showing their faces. Of course, they're not gonna be there. Nobody wants them there. <laughs> you know. Go ahead, go ahead, Pianca. I know uh, Al Sharpton is a good guy in your eyes, right? You know, yeah, Al, yeah. Al. You know, Al be out there in Al front Sharpton, of the camera. Al Sharpton does outruns his business. According to their mission statement, same thing as uh, NAACP and Operation Push. You're right. LaRosa runs this operation according to its mission statement. (laughs) LaRosa? Wow. Yes. (laughs) I guess. LaRosa runs this operation for Latinos. Your black organization runs their organizations for everybody. So that's their mission statement. So for everybody. Okay. Well, I guess that's, what they, that's what their mission statement says. And David Duke run his according to his, too. Absolutely. And the only thing he run the same way? And they run that. I can't hear you. No other than there. Do David Duke run his the same way? I don't know. I don't know anything about it. And New and all of the other ones. Oh, okay. Only one spells out that they do things for, and I'm going to say that the only one, 
but one of the prominent ones that spells out that they uh, specifically for African Americans is the Urban League. On oh, Urban League is full of it too. Yeah. And they mission they statement. Like the, they they, they the do what they do for African Americans to I mean, get yeah, right. them jobs. Nothing. Mm-hmm. They do nothing. They be uh, they were they the king's magicians, man. Illusion of reclusion. Make they think they're doing something for black people, but they really not doing nothing. Here in St. Louis, they put on training programs for blacks and get the CDL license for free. Sponsor scholarships. I'm they sponsor. They sponsor. Uh, what's that? What's that new thing that the? Uh, I said the prominent organization. Fiance, finish your story about Petey Green, man. Oh, Mister, right. I ain't got nothing to sell to you. I keep telling you. We want to hear that, man. Hey, Peter Green was a bad boy. Peter Green was Sound a bad like boy. like you're breathing oxygen anyway. You're in bad shape. We all we all breathe the oxygen, man. <laughs> you couldn't breathe the oxygen. See where you're in, though. No, right? we all breathe air. See, you need to get your damn o- stuff together. Oxygen is air, man. Come on, Peter Watch Green. Finish the story, man. Finish the story, bro. Was you a D-Sex student? Oh, uh, who? Uh, no, you wasn't. You didn't even finish. All right. Keep it clean. Well, keep it clean. Yeah, let's keep it clean, my brother. I love you, man. I love the way you roll, no, man. No, no, no. I don't love everybody. I'm very prejudiced. I'm a racist. I, I, learn, I learn from everybody, man. You can learn from a fool if you listen enough. Yeah. I am. I'm very prejudiced. I'm very prejudiced, and I am a racist. The urban one of the things we really can't the, the urban league and the NAACP, they, you know, they don't get their money from black folks. Nope. You got so that I, right. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how. Well, but 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 the point is, I don't know how we can demand <laughs> black nationalists out of them when black folk are not funding them. How can we demand right. them to be black nationalists? You're right, brother. No, I think well, that's, not, the point, that's the point. They're that's not the supposed point to be a black nationalist. Read their well, mission I mean, statement. Their mission statements say what they for. Hey, hey, contrary to your belief, I had a conversation with Al Sharpton and uh, what's the other guy that was running NAACP? Ben Jones. I talked to them face-to-face, eyeball-to-eyeball, all right? This was in 2010 when I when they was getting ready to keep Trump at that prison. That night, I talked to Al Sharpton and being jealous, and I say if they execute my brother, then it should be a national boycott of at least the state of Georgia. All right. And do you know what both of them, your brothers told me? Okay. Reverend Al Sharpton told me, yeah, that's a good idea. Go ahead and do it. You know what Ben Jealous yeah, told no, he's me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, Listen, right. Listen, you know what Ben Jealous told me? I looked, dead, looked at him dead, eyeball to eyeball. He told me the NAACP don't do that, okay? Yeah. He started, well, he said, no, that, that, that's you not doing you know. Well, let me well, finish. Was, but, but, but the country, I don't know why that's a surprise you about this. That, that really well, I'm just relaying information. But I have nothing against Okay, all right. I have nothing yeah. against what those people are doing. They found a way right, to make right, money. Right. That's that business. Right, I got to join them. Right, right, right. Now, I think that's yeah. really the approach we should have. But we should just be clear on who, on who they represent. That's right. So we can't mm-hmm. we can't make them nationalists. That's not what they are. I mean, so I mean, I'm just telling y'all. No place in their mission list. statement does it say that they're nationalists. Right, 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 right. Well, why and do we keep, thing, why do we keep expecting and them and to who, solve black folks' problems? Who is problems? the we 
who is the we that wants to be nationalist? We're talking about political ideology. We, we keep on getting yeah. into this. And the, the question is this, Bianchi. I think you may be, may be just a few of you who believe that the majority of blacks have a certain type of relationship with whites, whether you believe it or not or whether you know it or not. So that's the we, the majority of black folk and their relationship to white folk. Now, I don't that may think not that, include you. That may not include you. But I, I don't think that, the majority of black people have a special relationship with whites. What do you mean that, a okay, special well now, relationship? Now, now, yeah. A certain type of relationship. In other words, in other words, regardless of the city you may go in, whether or not you got the NAACP, the Urban League, when we're talking about the, the, the culture we're talking about, what's the relationship to black folk and the institutions within those communities, be it the justice system, your education system, all of those systems that make up a community. And whether well, you go to St. Louis, whether you go to St. Louis, Ohio, Michigan, Detroit, the relationship that white folk have to black, for the most part, is the same. What's the relationship? What's the relationship in with a school district with a community? You got the elected board members. elected board. You want me to tell you? Well, let me tell you what the relationship with our school board here in the community that I live in. There's no whites on the board. You got a black superintendent. And they set the policy, the mission on what they're trying to achieve at the operation of the school. You know what they're trying to achieve? You know what they're trying to achieve, Bianca? If you they're don't want to, to have certain textbooks in your school district, you have an opportunity to go when they get ready to change the books. They put books on display on what's the possible books <laughs> that they could have in a district. Who is the they? Who is the they? Parents, parents can yeah, come so you, in. You're telling us not to be. You saying you saying you want us to be more specific. Who is parents the they that yeah, has the authority yeah. to put the books on display? Thank who is the they? Department uh-huh. of Education. Who is the, they? the publishers. The, the publishers who wants to uh, want to Determined. sell their books to the difference. They bring in samples and they put them on display along with That's all the rest. Book fair. Which includes book black. Fair. Which includes black publishers. That's just a book fair. You know damn well, you know damn well, you can't just go to a book fair and they, the board just pick out some books they want to put in the school system. Now, you know and damn I well said before, works, let me say it one more time. When time yep. comes to get rid of old books, old style, they, the publishers come in and put their books on display. The parents... The teachers they come down and they write opinions. They fill out app. They fill out a a form and they give their opinion of the book. <laughs> they will have meetings where people can discuss the books, and that's how they decide. No, no, that's not true. Hold on, hold on. And I don't even live in. That's how they do it in my school district. No, Piagi, 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 cut it out. Are you telling me? Are you telling me that a state-funded school? does not determine ultimately what books can be used as teaching tools. Are you telling me As that? I said before, <laughs> I'm going to say it one more time. When time comes to change books, let's go with social study books because that's the one I participated in in the Normie School District. Word uh-huh. They put out the word the that, the, that the school of, district... Of, of, 
Are you going to talk over me, or are you going to let me explain? But, but you don't have to go through all that. This is the state of Missouri. You ain't the only listener this, on this here. Why is it that you nationalists don't want people to hear other than what you got to tell them? Because uh, I right, want you to okay. cut through all it, right. Biagi. Cut it okay. out, Biagi. Right. I ain't cut right. out. I pay taxes in this district. I'm telling yeah, you what they do. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hold on. The state of Missouri on. has nothing to do with it. Hold on. You know what? That's what I wanted to hear. That's what hold I'm on, saying right there. Hold on. Hold on. Everybody hold on. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, All right. Man. So, so, look, it's like this. It's like this. You can say whatever you want to say about um, mm-hmm. <laughs> how the books. But you can look. change them, but it's going to take some years to change them, just like it takes some years to get there. So once they once they, they done, they're done. You know, like. Well, um, that is not true, know, Eric. The, that's, that's not true, that's not entirely true because I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not having a debate with you on this, okay? Because that is really not debatable. You know, go on the website, go on Google and now, bring up Pomoja. You can sit there and look at it through rose-colored glasses if you want to and, and be in denial. Right. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what you Well, let me tell you what this uh, let me tell you what a school, what a school uh, bill uh, they uh, did uh, in St. Louis Public School. Can I ask you about Nah. What you about to do? You let no, that... no. Oh, listen, listen. Okay, I got somebody else need to come in, okay? And I'm going to bring them bring in. Bring them in. Thank you. But let me do my show. Welcome to the show, Renee. How are you doing today? Oh, that's good. Hey, peace, Mr. Talk. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for asking. Great. Yeah, I'm working. So, in between, excuse me, I was hearing a couple things here and there. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to chime in and say that, you know, I was hearing to breathe down. Come on. It, it just annoys me when people act like things are so simple. Oh, well, all You're you right. have to do <laughs> is just say, no, we don't want those books. I mean, stop it. Right. This is yeah. all mm-hmm. a bunch of it's a bunch of bulls. Okay, because first of all, you have to have the people who are in the position to make the choices. You have to have the people in the position to make the books to be chosen. And then you still have to meet the certain criteria that the state right. or that the federal whatever guidelines that they have. Uh, for public schools and things of that nature, you still have to meet those guidelines. So let's really, really stop as if it can be some real revolutionary material that's put in the tools and given to uh, particularly black children. Like, let's stop. That's all I want to say on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Can I respond to that? Like my brother. Can I respond to that, Eric? The ultimate goal is what? Continuous white supremacy. So when you graduate from high school, you are made 12 years a slave. That's right. Uh-huh. When the federal dollars come down, they determine what goes in those books. But go ahead. I, I, I want to hear Pianke. They count those let, for the money that they get. Okay. Go ahead, Pianke. Let's see. Go ahead. Walk it out, Pianke. Well, as usual, the lady is wrong. In Kansas City, Audrey Ballard, Ujama Webster, Carolyn, who sat on the Kansas City School Board, they went through the same process also. You have a mm-hmm. school here called Pomoja, which is became an African-centered school as per okay. 
the public right. school district. Okay. Is that when a that school, school, uh, that school that a opened, school? Man, me, man, man, would you shut up? See, Eric, here's the point. You, no, go ahead, when I say go something, ahead, you cut them, you mute me. Why don't you mute these idiots? Go ahead, Pianki. Go ahead. People are not idiots, Pianki. Just go and get what you got to say. Talk to go somebody. ahead, Pianki. Hey, when uh, Pomoja open, you can go Google Pomoja School, St. Louis. It's an African centered school. At least they try to be that way. Right, right. They went into the library and took out anything that had to do with homosexuality, transgender, same hmm. sex, mm-hmm. and threw the books away. Okay. When they wanted to put, okay, you, when they wanted to put, that's, that's when they wanted things, to put, Bianchi, when the principal Sean, when, when Sean wanted now. to put, yeah. man, what are you doing? God damn! Well, see, but see, what you, 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 what you're doing is you. Maze want to know what I got to say. When the principal wanted to put some Kawanda Jufu books in, he had to put at eight oh one. Downtown at the school district, and he went through the process. He asked me to go down and argue with the lady because she was concerned with that this books did not have any color figures in them, no color pages. And I went and say, "This is what the parents want," and that's what they got. So okay, come on now, I, you guys I, talking a whole I, bunch of crap. Okay, I can ask you can question, I respond to that, Mister Just to clean that up a little bit. Go ahead, Michigan. All right. Now, and uh, the only reason I tried to cut him off because he was he was slickly moving the goalposts because the conversation was about the 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 teaching methodology that has to be sanctioned uh, across the board. And now he went to what a particular school may have in their personal library. That's two different things. See, and so I just didn't want him to be slick to say so he can try to say that power of being able to remove certain books out of a school library is the same power that you have to be able to determine the curriculum that all of the children are going to be taught from. Cut it out, right. Bianchi. Well, two according to, uh, well, according to uh, Missouri yeah. state statutes under education, whatever curriculum is used in a school district is up to the local concern. It's okay. not the state. Okay. The curriculum right. merely has to meet the state minimum standards. Right. We tried okay. to start a charter school here in 1999. We had to take the State Board of Education to Judge Durker's court, a circuit court in St. Louis, to sue them. Right. Over a bunch of issues. Okay. So when a school yeah. district, when the time comes for a school district to take on any of its curriculum books, its course books, those books are put on display by the publishers, and the concerns choose which books would be appropriate for what they're trying to teach. That's not okay. the state's. That's not. Okay. That is not the state's option. Okay, let me let me let me say this. There's At no, least in uh, Missouri, no, I don't know what y'all the, do up there in well, Michigan. Too, okay, no, no, no. It's, it's pretty much the same. No, yeah, okay. It's pretty much the same. So what happens is, if if you wanna if you wanna see the new generation of books or or teaching curriculum. All you have to do, there's national conventions that <laughs> school board members uh, and presidents of school boards and presidents of uh, school districts go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, those, at those conventions, right, 
all of the individuals who are trying to get their books into schools and things of that nature, you'll see them there. So Pianchi saying they do that locally. So it, 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 there's not a big difference. So you saying so they don't they do it locally? Wait a minute. They do that in Michigan as well. NAMSI is one of the, the National School of Black Educators. They go to those, they have those conventions. They have all type of book publishers there. But let's let's get down to the nitty-gritty, Pianchi. I want to make sure we're on the same page. Mm. If a school district, if a school district, is receiving state funding, a state-funded school district. Are you telling me that the State Board of Education has absolutely nothing to do with making sure that the books that are used at the local school districts don't pass a certain curriculum, that they, I mean, a, a certain criteria, a certain criteria that is put together at the state level? Is that what you're saying happens in Missouri? The state constitution of Missouri leaves that up to the local school district. Okay, Take this right, down. Well, that, Area that, code 314. Wait a minute. Okay. I ain't done talking it. I know you anxious at the bit to try to do something. But just be cool. To do what? To do I what? don't know. Just, I don't think you do oh, neither. Okay. Area yeah, code 314-533-0894. Ask to speak uh, to Principal Sean Nichols and Wally Moo Nichols, by the way. And he'll tell you the process that they went through but, eradicating hey, all those homosexual books that they had the in the library. And also, when the time comes, when times come to choose right. the books that goes into the school district. In the school district. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up for you, Mr. Talk. You want the number No, no, no. The number again, Michigan? He's Hold on. Why you got minutes up. on your phone? He's mixing two things up. And I know he's mixing two things up. Curriculum for the classroom. I know how this should go right. Right. Say, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. I understand how it go too. But Renee wanted to say something. Uh, go ahead, Renee. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was hearing Pianchi talk about the removing the homosexual books and everything, what or what have you. Like, yeah, that's well and good, however. Um, as a, what, it's a year now, almost a year now, um, where same-sex marriage has become, um, you know, federally legal. So, with that being said, it also becomes uh, basically mandated to be taught in the school as normal normal, natural, healthy uh, way, right? They're putting it under the guise of diversity. Um, you know, and teaching in the school that this is, you know, there's something wrong with this, that quote-unquote two daddies and two mommies is equivalent to your mother and father. So what you see in favor of this had to be prior to um, federal ruling because now this is being taught in school like it's normal because it is legalized across the country. You're making a bad, Mr. Talk. Yeah, yeah, I can't really hear it. She on a Am minute phone, too. Okay, give me a minute. Give me a minute to move. Go, go ahead, y'all. Yeah. And here's another yeah, point. The federal government no, no, no. doesn't have anything to do with the school, the books that goes in school districts, especially if you don't okay, take no, any who, money from the federal government. No, who said the federal, from the yeah, federal, government? The federal government? Yeah, who said the federal government? Now, hang on. Let me read you this. This no, is no, a letter. No, this no, is no, when no. I done a recultural, when I done a review on during the time that normally were the changing library? their books. This, for the library? this is a letter from the Association for the Study of Classical African Civilization. He, he, don't, want, he, don't, want, he don't want to answer you. 
because he he mixing two things up. I, it was I, for I, the school him. district. It, okay, so, you read the letter. Hey, watch this. Bianca, Bianca, Listen, Bianca. Michigan man, oh, this oh, is oh, not oh, your Bianca. show. No, no, no. Oh, hold on, Bianca. <laughs> Bianca, Bianca. Watch this. I'm winning this right here. I'm winning it right here. You ain't going to end Jack, dude. Afro, you ain't got no Afro, money in this the game. Afro, <laughs> the Afrocentric Afro book that you get ready to say you all got into one district. I'll bet you $100 right now that that book is not throughout the entire district and is a, it is a teaching book for every school in the district at that grade level. I'll bet 100 bucks right now. Well, bitch, I'll I bet you 500 bucks, uh, cheapo. Let me finish hey, reading this. It goes on to say. It goes on to say this. It says we would like to compliment our brother organization, the National Black United Front, for the decades of consistent and hard work it has contributed in addressing the education issues of people of African descent. Our office received your draft copy of the Critics Review performed on the Social Studies textbook World Culture by Silva Burnett Jen. Your attempt to show that the information presented. And the chapter contents are presented in a way that neglects the primary, the primitive or primary ethnic group by not revealing the reader's role of, at the foundation level of the subject matter being discussed and have it reported based on their own cultural experiences. Well, you know, it, it goes on to say how our organization, me in particular, took issue with one of the books that they wanted to put in the school district. That's it's called okay. World Cultures. That's great. Okay. And guess what? They didn't what? put it in. Well, that, that, we're not talking about what they didn't put in. We're not talking about what they didn't put in. So you know, you go <laughs> moving the goal. They didn't put it in because we chose something else to be put in. We're talking about the books that are chosen across the board. Now cut the bullshit. Michigan right. man, let me right. explain to you one more time. <laughs> in the school man, district, no the people chose the books that they wanted to be in front of their children. Well, we got a bet, okay. so we we got to worry about All it. Right. We got a bet. Damn, I'm going to do the research. I'm going to do the hold research. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, because you say the people chose. Okay, he said the people chose, the people chose. And you say which people, okay. but the people chose. Okay. Right, 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 uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, man, I tell you, um, Renee, are you back yet? Yeah, yeah, I'm back. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I just want to say that, um, like I was saying about how now um, the same-sex marriage is, you know, federally legalized. Now you can say that the federal government has nothing to do with the schools, which is untrue. Um, just for example, let's look at what's happened with the. Uh, quote, unquote, transgender restrooms, right? Obama came out and said, hey, if you all your institutions, if you want to continue to get federal money, hey, you're going to have to do what you got to do, and you're going to have to make any changes or amendments to encompass, excuse me, to encompass transgender people. So it's the same type of premise. So this idea that, you know, that has no bearing on what's being taught in the public school districts is completely untrue. Let me ask okay, you a question, Bianca, Michigan, Bianca, on Bianca, what she just Bianca, said. Hang on, Michigan. Let me ask Bianca, you this question Bianca, real quick. Yeah, Let me okay, ask you this yeah, question, I want you to give me this. Give me this. And I will. District, the name of your school. Okay, it's Normandy School District. Normandy School District. Normandy, N-O-R-M-A-N-D-Y. Let me ask you a question, what she just said. Yeah. Okay, Do you think ahead. that the Council of Independent Institutions have transgender bathrooms in their school buildings? 
but no. All right, so what Renee just said is a damn lie. With her feeble, no, only know so much self. Well, I guess me and Michigan Obama both lying then. Came out, or they received the federal funds. Obama himself came out and said that. That's not a lie. No, they don't receive federal funds. See, that's the problem. Okay, Negroes always want white okay, folks to pay for your damn relief. Come on. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Hold on. Actually, Pianki, yes, that, that was said. No federal money. Yeah, that was said. So I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah, federal money, that's what he said. You know, if you want no, your federal money. No, you I told to, you. I, t- I said it's not. I said the federal government has no say-so in all public schools. And they surely don't say anything about the daggone what parents want as far as the books is concerned. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. All right, so you okay, all right. All right. Now, you know what? <laughs> You know what? PNC we got, got two school districts system. here in Missouri. We got two school districts next to me, Ledoux and Clayton. They receive no mm-hmm. dollars from the federal government, and very None. little from None. the state. Okay. So right. They may receive. It. Wait a minute. You know the reason why come they receive some because black parents wants to send take their children out of the St. Louis oh, public school me. district and send oh. them to Clayton and Ledoux. Oh. So oh, what happens when they get there? The children don't have so nothing to eat, so they gotta apply for. They gotta apply for Title One lunch. Right, free lunch. Oh. Right, right, right. Oh, so, so you want to blame it on the black that's folk another, now? That's another. Mm, yeah. You know, I'm telling you how it is. They get free lunch. Can I speak, please? Is that the? Yeah. So it's basically, you know, again, the moving of the goalposts, right? Because then it goes from. You know, discussing, oh, the federal government has no bearing on this and the other. Then you move it to, oh, well, these school districts out here, so-and-so and so-and-so, they don't um, get federal funds. And then it goes to, oh, because the black folk, they getting a free yeah. lunch and they this and this and that. So, again, that shows you're trying to move the goalposts. I'm the not moving the, the goalposts. Can I finish? I named black so organizations at all. I'm to finish. I didn't interrupt you. The the um, truth of the matter is, whether people like it or not, the predominant, predominant, predominant number of public school districts in this country receive some sort of federal funding, be it the school lunch program, be it whatever it is, they receive federal funding. Therefore, uh, same-sex marriage will be taught in the school. It will be promoted as a normal, natural, and healthy relationship and the same equivalent as a man and a woman, a mother and a father. That's just the truth. Well, see, you moved to goalpost, too, because I was talking about my local Ooh. school district. Now you don't took it all across the damn country. Why did you move well, to goalpost? Look, that's what we're talking about. It's no, we wasn't. We, we, no, it was not. I no, listened no, no, no. to you. you let me speak. speak. You I like to do that speaking, stuff. Man. You've been speaking for the whole two hours, Pianki. Right. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. All right. See, and here it is. See, Pianki, he's going to use the, he using the excuse where I'm talking about my local thing. All right. Renee right, 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 right. Talking, Michigan man, about. you asked me the name of the school district. What did I tell yes, you? Yes, he did. Yeah, man. Hold on. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm sorry. Well, then let me finish now. All right, I got the buttons over here. All right, now, here's the interesting thing about this whole thing. Renee and Pianchi are in the same in same state, <laughs> okay? Um, they, uh, they're in the same state, yeah. So 
you know, when it when it comes to this thing, Pianki say no, nah, they that, but you know, unless they got some black kids there, they get um, federal funding. All schools get federal funding. All school districts getting some kind of money from the government. Period. You know. Um, now, you know, you know, Pianki, you you you've said some interesting things. You have, um, as well as everybody else. But the bottom line is, when it comes to what being put in the books, yeah, you get to review them, but. Just because you don't like it, you may get it removed out of a special school or a local school that you can control. But nationwide, it's not happening. Okay, it's right, not right, happening. Right. And, 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 it's and, not and, happening is because you have Common Core going on number one. Um, and you know, once once the publishers do it, right. they just do not go back and, and redo the book. Okay, those books stay in circulation until they decide they're going to do some, which may be four or five years, uh, even longer, till they decide to go back and redo the books again. All right. The only, you know, even if you take it in college courses, you know, they are the only ones where may every couple of years they may come out with a new edition. But as far as public school, what have you, the, the school districts don't have that kind of money for those books. And the state still ain't, the state is not going to do it. So, if something is wrong in them books, which we know there's a whole lot wrong in those books, it takes mm-hmm. some time for new books um, get into the school. And the bottom line is they're not going to change everything in those books. They're not. Right. And just to add to that, uh, Mr. Talk, you're absolutely correct. The, the companies who, who sell products to public school systems do their lobbying at the state level. Yep. They don't even go to the local boards because they're looking for more. They're looking to supply the books for the entire state, for all of the districts in the state. So and that's how that I works. So they, they don't even run around. They don't run around to those school board meetings uh, talking to no little Mickey Mouse boards. They don't even so go Mr. there. Well, can I say something? At the beginning yes, of the can. school year, the stat, they they count each one ahead each, in the public school system. Each head is worth money. That's in every one of those classrooms. So that's why they keep those kids in the classroom until they get that federal money from each one of those kids being in that classroom, and then they start throwing them out of the school until the next school year. Yeah, Mr. That's Talk, I'm glad you brought out that uh, Common Core, man. The only I saw a, pro, a math program, uh, a problem that, that somebody showed me how they're doing the new math with that Common Core. Did y'all ever see one of them problems? When the math problems, how they trick the math? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause I, I helped trying to help my son with his, and he told me how they said it was. I say they crazy. <laughs> and like you said, the answer is the answer. If you get the answer right, that's all you got to worry about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what I tell him. I'm like, why you got you doing it like this? That don't make any sense when you get the answer doing it just like this. You're like, yeah. well, they you know, tell your teacher they crazy. She tell you, and if she mark it wrong, tell her, bring it to me, and I come see her. Cause uh, uh-uh, that's no, 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 that's unnecessary. <laughs> and you ask when you sit in the volunteer, and you ask the teacher, well, if the answer is one plus one is two, no matter how you get it, it's still two. Yeah, so well, you, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, because you, know, you can do it the way they the said folks do it. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we was talking about because we're getting short on time. We were talking about the um, NAACP's um, um mission statement. And it's interesting. Here it is. The NAACP's principal objective is to ensure the political, educational, social, and economic equality of minority group citizens of United States and eliminate racial prejudice. 
The NAACP seeks to remove all barriers of racial discrimination through the democratic processes. And that's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> you know, and, and uh, it's interesting. The key word was the um, equality of minority group citizens. Yeah, you mm-hmm. notice that. It didn't take one specific group now. It said oh, minority. Hey, 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 hey. You know what? Can I say something? That's basically the punk way of saying that we don't stand for nothing. Right. And the biggest minority <laughs> that's about to become in this country and in this world won't be us. No, actually, we're going to be you know, affirmative action. You, you know who's the biggest minority right now? Because I just mm-hmm. uh, looked at it the other day. Asians. Asians yeah. are becoming the biggest minorities in this country. Yep. I just the, looked at it the, the other who's day. Becoming the sm- who's becoming the smallest? <laughs> we the are. Caucasian. Caucasian. No, the Caucasian. The Caucasian. No, we're not. Uh, yeah, um, I'm talking about out of the minority. Out of minorities. They are the minority, man. They flip Thank y'all you. with their language. They the minority, man. Okay, they flip y'all you. with their language. I understand what you're saying. You're saying, you saying Europeans are the minority in America? They get there. No, y'all. Okay, I understand what y'all are saying, but I'm saying out of the minorities, the African Americans are becoming. The lower on the lower rung. One time we yeah, were. We talking highest. about America now, right? Yeah, we talking about America, yeah. right? Yeah, we talking about yeah. America. Yeah. We're not talking about the rural, and not at this moment. Yes, we talking about America. But the the group. So that did, has I hear, did I hear? Did I hear somebody on the phone said Europeans are the minority in America? Did I hear somebody say that? They're becoming. They're not having. Well, their birth rate is they birth is more them dying than than reproducing. They get born, man. Somebody you know that, right? I'm going. Going. What I was going to say is, um, see, yeah, I mean, we've been kind of been warned about this, excuse me, for years, and I know I've been talking about it for years, which is that um, I don't know how deep we're into it now, but I probably started talking about it three years ago or so, that within the next decade uh, that the black, um, quote-unquote, black uh, race will be the number four population in America. Behind, um, of course, supposedly white, then quote unquote Latinos, and then number three Asians. So, and then uh-huh. it will be black people. No, because if you look at now, we went report, from man. in the earlier we went we looked from earlier on in the 1900s at the black population being 19 percent of the population. Now we are somewhere between 12 oh, to 13 percent. Of the um, total black population, or excuse me, total population in, in the black race actually has not grown in population number. Now, of course, this is according to their stats. Oh yeah, it has stats. not grown since since the early 1990s. Actually, since 1991, there has not been a growth in the black population. It's basically mm. been at a standstill, and mm. um, the white population is at a deficit. So, um, yeah. in 2014, that was the first year in all of recorded history where more white people died than were born. So, right. um, I always tell people this is very, very simple. You know, sometimes we make things much more complex, but it's very simple. You have a group of people who are in the position of power for the particular country or what have you, and their birth rate and their population growth is at a negative then you have to do something. One of the things you have to do is you have to suppress the other populations from growing, most namely the population who has the most potential for genetic threat or 
genetic annihilation of you, which will be which will be black people, right? Because we see now they're taking the quote unquote Hispanics or quote unquote Latinos and they're sectioning them off. And what they're doing is they're using them to pad the white population to say that there are more white people here than actually are because they're using the Latinos. So black folk, we have to be very mindful of that and be careful. This is why you see the promotion of interracial relationships. This is why you see the promotion of homosexuality. This is why you see the promotion of abortion. This is why you see the promotion of of, uh, mass incarceration. All of these things because they help in in all of those different areas, it helps to break down the population growth of black can, people. Can I I'll say, say this is quiet. The average black man has a... I'm almost right. going to make... Go ahead, go ahead and average, finish. Um, then I want to say okay. something real fast. Okay. The average black man has a likelihood of having producing four children in his lifetime. Now, mm-hmm. when you look at the fact that you have one out of three black men will be incarcerated at some point in their life, and then one out of every ten black men is currently incarcerated. And that a lot of these brothers are getting mandatory minimum sentences, et cetera. That takes a huge dent in the uh, population growth because these men are in and out of prison. They're less likely to produce the children that they would have they been free. So that's all I want to say. Thank you. Okay. All right. Um, okay. In a, in a, real fast, okay. Please, let me get this real fast. Oh, well, it's um, 76. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. The African American um, um, community between 2014-2015 grew 1.3% to 46.3 million. All right. Um, Asians, the Asian population grew 3.4% during the same period of time, and most of that because of migration. So you know what they're doing. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Hispanic, the Hispanic population grew. Two point two percent to six point six million. Okay, that's migration so, too. Yeah, so I mean, you, you're looking that that <laughs> you're looking at it right there. Uh, what's going on? Um, I seen something about non-Hispanic white, but I can't find it right now again. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, those are the numbers. Those but, are the numbers. Uh, go ahead, Ramey. Oh, oh it's no, me. that was me. Then I want to say something about the me. Oh, okay, in seventy-six. Uh, Hispanics left from being white. They didn't want to be that way anymore. They wanted to be Hispanic. So in the day now, when they leave and go across, back over across the border, who is that going to leave? It's going to leave the biracial children. It's going to leave the black children, and it's going to leave the right. white children. And that's all really that is America is really about. Not the Asians and all those people. It's about the, the mixed race kids. They don't keep a number on them. But people Good get upset point. about all the mixed right. race kids. So yeah, and I was going to say. <laughs> one, one of the one of the things about when you have a, a well functioning culture is that if you may get in a situation where you don't necessarily need to play the numbers game, right? Mm-hmm. Where you don't necessarily need to be the majority in order to control the culture. But we also have to keep that in mind. So just because white folk in America are not having babies, we're assuming that if someone overtakes them as the majority population in America, that that in fact Will will signal that this is not a European culture. No, that's no, one Mr. fact. Mr. Right. Mr. Michigan, let me they, finish explaining something to you. Yeah. Because oh, see, they, okay, are adopting, Go ahead. they are adopting black babies now. They are getting them from Africa and bringing them over here. So if they're not producing, but they're becoming parents of black children. Yeah. And yeah. So the other point I was going to make is that not what they're telling uh, you right uh, now. Uh, uh, another way, and you somebody just brought it up. Another way to make sure that if you're going to play the numbers game, or they can import Europeans from other countries. 
and I particularly love from hold, hold, hold on, and particularly from other countries where the Europeans in those countries can afford to allow Europeans to come over here without damaging their numbers game where they are. So there's many ways that Europeans, even with a negative birth rate, can maintain this culture, whether it be yep. through the numbers game or without playing the numbers game. So I don't think we need to get caught up in that trick bag that white folk are dying, thus this ain't going to be a European culture. No, 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 no. I didn't say it wasn't going to be a European culture. That's maybe no, they're going to adopt. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't speaking directly to you, man. Maybe they're going to adopt you to make them yeah. think like Well, you know, women take but everything personal, saying, man. You Mr. Mr. Let me tell you something to look at. You see that daughter McCain got? <laughs> what does he look like? He could have adopted somebody look like him, but he didn't. He went and adopted a little baby from Africa. And he's not the only one that's doing it. That's the trendy thing going on. Yeah. European did it. Madonna did it. Now, why are they doing it? That's just like getting a, a black dog, that thing. And we're not. If we like, were, a, like, we, a little pet, like a little pet, a black do, dog. Uh, no, it's a train right. doesn't be like them. That's right. All right, y'all. All right. Hold on, hold on, man. Look at it. I'll let you get it in. I'll let you get it in on your last your last say. All right. Uh we about halfway through through the hour, so it's about time for y'all to get your last words in. And of course, you know, I know I got to give y'all some time. I got to give you some time. So, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and start with May so she can finish her thought. Okay? All right, May, your last words, darling. Oh, as I was saying, it's not what we hear with statistics, it's what you see with your own eyes. If you're really looking and paying attention to detail, that's why you got Pat Robinson having a fit. And that's why they're having a fit about these people, uh, gay people dating each other because they're not producing more of them than it is us doing these things. So there's a whole lot of things that they are doing, so they adopt them like kids to be like them, maybe. I don't know what reason they keep getting all these, these kids from over in Africa uh, in different places. So that's what I see. So no statistics are telling me we're not growing because with my eyes, I know we're growing. And if every man to go to jail, he, just like Muhammad Ali, how many kids did he have nobody knew it? Nine. Then you got a lot of men out there with nine or ten children. Some of them been to prison and locked down. Those children are still out there, and they're going to produce just like everybody else is producing. So being behind bars didn't stop them from producing before they went there and after they get out too. So we need to focus on why they want to get rid of some of us to keep us from producing. But we, 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 are going to, we are survivors, and so we can never stop. We're going to produce and produce and produce no matter what they do. But they're going to put stuff on us and make us believe it. And uh, But you see with your eye, own eyes and you're watching things, we're number two. Since it said so, and I know so from what I see, and have a good one. All right. Thank you, Maze, for that. Appreciate you. Have a great weekend. All right, Wesley, you're up. Hey, Mr. Talk, you're going to be on uh, Monday on the 4th. Is there live? You're going to be on Monday? Yes, I'm going to be on Monday. All right, that's good, brother. But uh, it's been a plum pleasing uh, discussion as usual, man. And uh, that's what we had to, uh, to share knowledge and information, man. And it's a good thing. So I, I, I continue on Monday, man. I leave it like that. All right. Thank you, sir. You have a great weekend as well. All right. Uh, next up, Miss Renee. Yes. Thank you, Mr. Talk. Um, you know, uh, I just want to say, like, one of the things I think we really suffer from in our community, and we all do, you know, but um, with this uh, cognitive dissonance, you know, we hold on to a these beliefs, even when there is information 
could show otherwise. We will hold on, excuse me, to that belief no matter what. And, you know, I mean, the truth is, this is these are just the facts, right, which is that you have many, 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 many young black men who are being criminalized younger and younger and younger and put into the adult prison system. You have many young black men who are getting mandatory minimum sentences, meaning that out the gate, even within, without any prior criminal record, whatever, that uh, and this is mostly on nonviolent drug offenses, that they are getting five, if they're lucky, but 10, 15, 20 years in prison. There is no way that you can tell me that a 19-year-old young black man who gets a mandatory minimum 20 years, that that 20 years that he will be locked away will not take a dent into those black young black men who got that same sentence going out and producing children or creating families or what have you. Let's be real. Let's stop the madness. We, we can hold up uh, Muhammad Ali. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. The truth is we are under many different forms of genocide, and this cognitive dissonance has to stop. This idea that we're going to be stuck on this one belief just because we want to believe it and we don't want nobody else to challenge it. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. Either we're going to get real or we're not. Um, there is absolutely no way that a population like black folks can, troll, can, um, excuse me, can grow and that white supremacy will remain in domination and remain in power in the same way that they are. Um, now, I do not believe that it's just basically on numbers. Um, white people are white supremacy has resources, has the means, has the connections, has the elite, has the people in the positions of power. They control the media. They control all of those other sorts of things, the banking, what have you. And so their their power is not completely um, hinging upon their numbers being higher. Okay, But that does help, and it does help to play a role um, in that. So I just want to say that we know that they are the minority when it comes to the world population. Absolutely, they're about 10% of the world population. But when we speak in terms of America and what has happened, um, you know, of course, black folk are way behind the curve. So anyway, with saying that, I'll leave it there. Thank you, Mr. Talk. Much love, and everybody have a good weekend. Peace. All right. Thank you, Renee. And you have a great weekend as well. Love you, gal. All right. Michigan, you're up. Michigan, are you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good, good, good show, man. I was gonna say, you know, me and me and Bianca disagree on a lot of stuff, but it it really is the, and uh, relate as well. We agree on more than we disagree on, but it, it, these types of conversations really is where you can get enlightenment from. And actually, the one that we were having about the uh, school systems is actually a, it's a good one because it's one that we're all involved in, and so. From looking at it from a perspective of Pianchi, and to some degree he is correct, it, you will find pockets of black who at the local level are intensely involved in the politics locally, and they are able to change a few of the dynamics. That is true. There's no question about that. But I agree. When, when, we, when we're talking about black folk, when Pianchi says the we, the definition of the we is the majority of blacks and their relationship to this culture. Now, when we view 
the school dynamic from that perspective. Now we will have to get into the major school districts where the majority of blacks go that are receiving the federal funding that are controlled at the state level. And the politics is much more harder to pierce, right, at the local level with the teachers' unions and the things of that nature. So now, but what what both of those dynamics allow you to do is to show black folk what it is they can accomplish within European culture and what they cannot. So to run into this culture blindly saying we're going to overturn it or kill it or destroy it or integrate with it, that's just pure foolishness. And I believe that Pianchi, if, if, you, if you only listen to the people like Pianchi, they will leave you with the impression that you're gonna, you, can, you can overcome this European culture. And I think that's very dangerous. I think you should study it and know it and know where you can get in, get in where you fit in, pull out the resources where you can, and that's it. Leave the rest of the shit alone. Don't try to change these white folks' documents. Leave their flags alone. Leave them alone. Get in where you fit in, pull the resources out, and use them to your benefit. So, yeah, I'll close with that. Good show, brother. All right. Thank you, Michigan. And uh, you have a great yes, weekend. I hope to see you Monday as well. All right, Pianke, you're up. Well, you know, you let that one guy come on earlier and talk for an hour. The rhetoric, he's telling blacks not to vote. But here's a letter from March the 3rd, 1999, Missouri Department of Elementary and Secondary Education. The... It was Assistant Commission, Division of Instruction, Arto Sawyer, ED.D. He responded to a question I asked him. He said, I'm responding to your recent letter with some questions related to implementation of specific theme-related curriculum in a local school district. Your question was, since the Normandy School District is presently rated as provisional as it is related to accreditation, does this present does this present or future status require the implementation of a rule or guideline that will prevent the district from pursuing, developing, adopting, and implementing curricular-written curricula, culture-written curricula such as an African-themed curriculum, which will pursue the academic performance standards adopted by the State Board of Education and would be in line with Section 3, Subsection 1 through 4 of Missouri statutes, the Missouri Constitution? He says here, implementation of curriculum in a school district is a local decision. I'm going to read that again. Implementation of curriculum in a local school in a school district is a local decision. The state looks at the curriculum plan and planning process. In addition, we also look at content to see that the show me standards are incorporated into the local curriculum, but nothing in our rules would prevent the district from adopting a theme-based curriculum if they felt it met their needs. Renee, you need to read. Michigan man, you can look this up yourself because you betted me $100. I upped it to $500. Be prepared to pay. Y'all some dumb folks, man. I don't understand. I don't even know why you spent all this time with you. Bye. All right. Well, thank you, sir. And you have a great weekend. However, Pianki, you say that was 1999. And uh, whether it's 1999 or 2016, it's simple. Yeah, hang up. I don't care because I'm going to tell you like this. It's simple. 
You know, if those schools get to performing all raggedy and slow and they say you're not doing what you're supposed to do, the state will come over, come in and take over those schools. So, no, the, the local do not decide, you know, what goes on in them schools. You, you can say what you want to, but it's not like that. But, you know, you don't have to insult anybody either. But, you know, that, we know how that's how you roll. Anyway, before we get out of here, man, we're going to be on the air Monday. Yes, we are. We're going to be here Monday. So I hope you can join us, you know, in between your barbecues or whatever you're doing. Um, <laughs> I'll be here. Um, also, let's see what I want to talk about real fast. Stacy Dash and Alan West. Look, these two individuals, they always got something to say. Anytime someone black, African-American has something positive to say, they always got to get up there and run their mouth. Okay. Um, it's simple. These two individuals are suffering from O.J. Simpson syndrome. That's what I call it, O.J. syndrome. And that's one thing. And you know what that is? That is they don't believe they're black. All right? They don't believe they're black. Well, here's a message to both of you. When it hit the fan, when you mess up, trust me, they're going to show you just how much they're with you. Okay? So you better realize what's going on. Um, you know, there was an article. Talking about the little red lynch, and here's the here's the top the title of this thing: Monkey Attorney General steps back from Hillary probe after illegal secret meeting with Bill, and that's out of the Daily Stormer. You know that's unnecessary, but you say racism doesn't exist, right? And this is on the internet, the Daily Stormer, by and this the author is Andrew Anglin, A N G L I N. Monkey Attorney General steps back from Hillary probe after illegal secret meeting with Bill. That's uncalled for. That's uncalled for. Okay? But y'all say it doesn't exist, but it do. All right? One last thing before I get up out of here. Um, Cinemark Theaters, they want their money back from the, the shooting victims down in Colorado. They want their legal fees back. Um, the family sued them. Um, and the suit was thrown out earlier this week, so now they go, they're countersuing to get their legal fees back, nearly $700,000 from the families that sued them, and the other victims. Here's a, here's a message, Cinemark. Leave it alone. Take your losses and keep going, all right? Um, that's it for me. Y'all have a great weekend. Uh, we, like I say, we see you Monday, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific. It's been fun. Y'all, y'all have, <laughs> y'all have a good one. And remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you're forgiving yourself first. And the biggest and best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. If you can laugh at yourself, everything else is gravy. All right, taking you out of here with some um, Fallout Boy, and I'll see y'all later. Have fun. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.